0: A new song Brie it's a vibe
1: cool we make like that that? A thing?
0: is that like the new permit? I like that
1: make-
2: do you like that okay so I've been going back and forth between something like that or something that's a little bit more heavy because you know I do like that
0: yeah you're a heavy kind mm-hmm. of girl
2: I like that like double uh, what do you call that like the double drum bass. pedals when it's like the double it's like mm-hmm. I don't
1: know
0: I like that kind of I like sound. to discuss
1: um, show production during the show it's my favorite
0: it's the I best know. it's the best <laughs> all right everybody welcome to Bobby's cryptic corner we are so excited because we have Connor aka Bigfoot Anon here and I want to start off by saying happy or not happy but congratulations on 69,000 followers on TikTok what? which I think 69. is the best number because it is I mean, everyone says it's, like, one of the best positions, but I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like it's too much happening at once, and we should just, like, focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, I don't do that shit. That's
1: what I I'm like saying. I, right? like I like
0: that. I, I just, it's too much. Everyone's confused. Everyone's having emotions. It's just, uh, why not just focus on one thing at a goddamn time? So, but it is the best number.
1: 69,000 or 6,900?
0: 6, just <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Mm-hmm.
3: Monetize. Yeah, we in, we in the grain.
2: we in the yeah, grain. Yeah, TikTok
3: doesn't pay very well, but uh uh-huh. I, I'm in the creator fund and uh it's really cool when I go live because you get donations on there. And I've had like forty five hundred people on a live uh watching me. No you
0: way, know, make, yeah. Do your
3: Bigfoot stuff, yeah. Make casts oh. and stuff, and uh really Fuck cool that. because when I'm out in the woods in the middle of the night, at least, you know, they can uh, tell them where to go find me. If my, my phone, something closed. happens, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel safer, honestly, when I'm with my camera with and a bunch of people. Live. Yeah. It, it sounds what? silly. Even when I'm with my GoPro and it's not actually live, like it gives me a little bit like, at least we uh, still know what happened to me, but uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. TikTok 69,000. And uh, we were joking on Twitter. Hopefully I don't ruin it and get 70. And uh, today <laughs> I uh, uploaded uh, at like five o'clock, and within the first hour, fifty like six thousand on my fr- on the video, and that's just crazy. So I encourage everybody to get on get on uh, TikTok. TikTok, it's a, dis- a Discovery app. It's a discovery app. That's how you get discovered. It's how you discover new things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. It's it's content. You know, it's not about discovery. Uh, but TikTok TikTok is. Uh, so I encourage everybody to get to that thousand, and then just go live as much as you can. Like like you guys have a thousand, so. We Why do, do you set up your camera, you know, I on your phone telling and just videotape, like, and you don't even have to acknowledge it, you know? And sometimes, you know, it'll be a dud, but sometimes it will somehow get into the algorithm. You'll boom, 200 followers, you know, just from mm-hmm. a lot. And all of a sudden
0: yeah. something happens. Yeah. Well, and what's cool about it too, is like you are already like walking around at night and doing these things and videotaping it. So it's cool that you've just like found a way now to like monetize that because now people are like watching, they're giving you donations. I'm sure people in the chat are like, oh my God, don't go there. Oh my God, do this or go that. So it's a cool, nice interactive way to take something that you've been doing anyways for a long time and like show it to people because people are genuinely interested in that.
1: For sure, yeah, for sure. I, I'm reminds... the... Go, Go ahead,
3: Bob.
1: I was just gonna say it reminds me a lot. I'm a big fan of watching. Not that you're like an urban explorer, but I'm. I like that genre where it's like people just like digging through old buildings, of old abandoned places, and it has kind of that Crazy. vibe, that POV vibe to it. But instead, it's combining that, which is one of my favorite things, with another one of my favorite things, which is searching for evidence <laughs> of, of uh, elusive cryptids, right?
3: <laughs> a million percent. And I definitely do uh, some urban exploring. We uh, just broke oh, into a, a high lie arena, the wicker bat, basket sport. Uh, there's a big one in Chattahoochee. It's called Big Ben High Lie Arena. A lot of good urban exploring, uh, excuse me, videos on it. Uh, and I was actually waiting for my Dixie Cryptid interview to release the high lie video. So that's I love that guy. the next one. But two and a half hours uh, inside this huge arena, like imagine Staples Center abandoned and we could just go through it. Uh, And it was awesome. I went with this awesome girl named Cassie and uh, her little brother named AJ. And we filmed it for two and a half hours. And there's tons of trespassing signs and there's staff everywhere. And we had a chance to like walk around and sneak behind it. Or just cut right in front right in front of them. And I'm like, if we're trespassing, might as well just do you know do it the least sneaky way. We went right in front of them. Uh they didn't mm. say a thing. And uh just I was ready like you on the place. Oh yeah, 100 percent No, that's what I you have to do. Wait, so ridiculous.
1: there's there's staff at this abandoned place?
3: It's it's a huge abandoned arena, but the property is being used for like some kind of storage for construction. Like it's huge tubes, like 60 foot long. Uh, tubes y'all y'all will see it in the video but uh it's, it's really a cool place and here's it's just a, a magical time
1: here's a little life ah. advice that this reminded me of is that i came to realize in an older age that like myself most people don't take their jobs very seriously and if you live life like it's a mentos commercial like you're supposed to be someplace like you like you give <laughs> off vibes like What? It's kind of like that thing I saw, I think, on TikTok recently about when you carry a ladder anywhere, no one asks questions. So yep. like I would just have that, that mentality, so no matter what you go, what you're oh doing, my and just God. pretend like just you're walking. supposed to be there. And very few people will actually stop <laughs> you or ask you questions. Mm-hmm. You can get away with. Imagine a lot.
2: seeing me Come somewhere on. with a fucking light, a ladder, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one <laughs> like, time uh, she's not
2: doing shit.
1: <laughs> one time we 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 drove downtown. Side note, we drove downtown to go to this club, and like there was no parking, and my buddy just parked right in front of the door, got out, moved the cone in front of his car. And just the guy was like, well, he's like, not nah, even what we're about at school. And then we just kept walking and like nothing <clears throat> happened. Like you can get away That's with what my
0: grandpa shit. does. My grandpa's like that very much. I think sometimes it's just about the amount of confidence you have to do something. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you see somebody do something, you're like, mm, if they're going to do it, like, well, who am I to stop them? Like, all right.
1: Yeah. Like hats off for having. They balls. know
0: what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. They know what yeah. they're <laughs> doing. It looks like they know <laughs> what they're doing. Exactly. So
1: uh, so did I feel did like you we should all.
0: Into... Oh, go ahead, Bobby.
1: I was going to say, Bigfoot, Anon, did you get into urban exploring before cryptids, or did this kind of dovetail one into the other? Talk to me about that.
3: It always, yeah, it was always together. Uh, I always loved monsters, unsolved mysteries, and then just breaking in and uh, checking out you know, abandoned places with my friends. Uh, I grew up right by Helltown, which is in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. It's like the real-life Resident Evil, Raccoon City, Silent Hill. I know there's a real-life Silent Hill like in Kentucky, but it's the Helltown. Uh, But there's a bunch of abandoned buildings in there and like barns. Uh, So it all just came together. And even that high lie place, it's right across the street from the bridges house uh, where they filmed the second episode of finding Bigfoot, the one with the smeared greasy hand right on the glass door. So literally I was ready for werewolves and Sasquatch in this huge arena. Uh, So sometimes the hairy man research takes us into tunnels that are man-made like the Cincinnati, uh, you know, subway system or these weird buildings that are just abandoned and forgotten about next to woods that would just be a perfect place to stay out of the weather.
1: The real question is, is there such thing as a highlight court that's not abandoned? Because I've never met anyone that actually plays that sport. It looks cool, but like, you know, it's just like, it seemed like it was a thing that just kind of came and went. So yeah, uh, when you're kind of integrating with the, these abandoned, you know, man-made structures with your, with your searching for uh, cryptids and whatnot's, um, do you find that there are theories or, there's evidence, or that there are like evidence that perhaps a Sasquatch may uh, co-opt a, a domicile into Hold on. a man-made structure? Like, is there any kind of merit to saying that they kind of uh, take over a, an abandoned building or something like that?
3: Yes, there's tons of reports of them being seen in abandoned buildings. Uh, but they're also attracted to like abandoned drive-in theaters and places of high energy. That's why I think it's much deeper Cemetery. than just like light feeling here. It's something that pulls them uh, to these locations. And then again, they're sheltered and out of it. Uh, there's been a lot of stories of them actually coinciding with human beings and living under the same roof. Fifty uh, years with Bigfoot, written by Mary Green talks about Janice Carter, the Carter farm. And the grandfather found a baby Sasquatch that was crushed by a tree and then basically adopted no. it. And he had it in the house for a couple days, but it basically tore everything up. So he put it in the barn for a while and then watched it grow up. And uh, it's just an amazing story. And what, now Janice, where do you
1: read about, is this a book what? or a movie or what is that? I've
3: never heard of that before. It's a book, but it's very expensive. Okay, uh, but there's an audio book audiobook right. on YouTube. It comes in like 10 parts. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll send it to all you guys. Mary yeah, Green. What- 50 years with Bigfoot about Janice Carter, uh, the Carter farm and Janice. Well, oh my gosh. Like she still exists and gets to talk to people. So you guys should honestly have her on the show, uh, but she has telepathy with these creatures and uh, communicates with them. Cause she used to hold their hands uh, growing up. And now she's been sharing these pictures of Grisha, uh, from overseas, the country we can't talk about. Uh, but I've been sharing on my uh, my TikTok, and the videos and the pictures are unreal. I literally have footage of a Bigfoot driving a car. You know, it's just like things are going in crazy directions in this cryptid world. And some people aren't ready for it, uh, but some of us are. These are ancient beings that used to ride on ships. So yeah, they could probably uh, ride a four-wheeler once in a while, but they don't have to. Again, if you can tap into the energy around you, you you can just become, we are particle form right now, but you could become waveform. Our electrons, you know, they allow it. So these creatures that can probably manipulate the grid a little easier than we can, uh, maybe they could tap into portals or uh, just light energy Uh, a little different. But like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that takes training. You can't just zap away. Uh, But uh, they're beings, they're advanced, and they are everywhere Uh, around us continent-wise and cave art and stories from credible resources like uh, teachers, professors, police, military, firemen. Uh, I've talked to land surveyors that their equipment just like freaks out in weird pockets and uh they think it's like labyrinths of cave, but also uh strange beings because they hear weird noises. So I just love being open about it and then letting the encounters and reports pour in because I'm the cool hippie dude that took a lot of acid and now they feel comfortable with me. So it's you know, I'm Bigfoot anonymous, like alcoholic anonymous. You feel comfortable talking about cryptids
1: with me, you know? So it's interesting that
2: you said one like of a the- kind of thing.
1: One of the kind of running, uh, I guess, theories that we have on the show is that if you're not open to high strangeness, it's probably not going to find you or you're not going to be receptive to it if it is right in front of your face. So it's almost like you've taken that idea to the next level. You just put it all out there and see what comes back. Is that fair to say?
3: Yeah, I was going to wait 60 seconds for Harley <laughs> Adam because he said, God, can this guy shut
0: his mouth for 60 like, seconds? I was like, do you want oh, oh, we'll to... Somebody on our Twitch is saying that if we stop talking for 60 seconds, they want to donate us a shit ton of money if we donate half of it to something in Ukraine. And I said, for sure, tell me what humanitarian aid you would want me to donate it to.
3: <laughs>
0: Thank you, Harley Adam. Go ahead, everybody. <laughs>
3: Yeah, catch us at the end of the show. We'll have a sixty-one or sixty-nine second uh <laughs> moment of silence. Uh for exactly for don't call me you. to shut my freaking mouth hard. I was like, we'll
0: give you whatever you want. <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> it's
3: rude. Bobby, uh, could you could you uh sh- a short paraphrase of that again? I lost myself.
1: Yeah, so like I was saying, like we you know, we theorize that you know if if you're not receptive to these things, or if you don't more or less like go all into some or if you don't If you're completely closed off to even the strangest uh, facets of this phenomenon, you're less likely to be visited by these phenomenon, whether it be ghosts, Bigfoots, UFOs, it doesn't matter. So it's almost like your strategy is just like, let's just put it all out there. Let's own it. Let's uh, let's accept the craziest or at least consider the quote unquote craziest possibilities with all this and then see what comes back.
3: Yes, right? a million percent. You have to be super open-minded uh, because if you start building walls in this, you're going to miss some of the mm. grandest details. And uh, a lot of the organizations, they kind of shape the stories to meet some kind of quota. Uh, I'm big on wh- let's hear it all. Like you had dreams about it the next few weeks. Yes, let's document that. That's important uh, because I'm big on it happens in many different realms. I've had real watching encounters that physically happened to me. I've had mental things that just come in blurs. And now I've had face-to-face encounters in my dreams that felt just as real as you know, everyday waking life. Uh, So you just have to account for everything. And I am big on just consciousness really connects to it all. Uh, So it really starts inside our minds. And then if these creatures can see like predator or maybe just sense energy, then yes, they are going to know who's closed minded. They're going to know who's gone through trials and tribulations. They're going to know who's ready uh, for an encounter. And sometimes they reveal themselves maybe to pay make people more ready or maybe more tough for their uh future uh but sometimes people are not ready and there's people in therapy and port chatham they had to totally abandon their whole town and village after a lot of the people started going missing uh so it's crazy that people you know stand on this skeptic thing like imagine a skeptic of giraffes like that's how serious i take skeptics of sasquatch like you're, you're talking about there's so much footage so many pictures Hundreds, thousands of DNA samples uh, recovered, and then uh, all the credible encounters, and you're gonna still stand there and say, "Yeah, I don't think it's real, or it might have existed at one point, but not anymore." No, you know, no. I'm big on we. Let's cut that rhetoric out. People are like, "Oh, we we don't have any good pictures." What? You haven't seen my my TikTok, my Instagram, my books. You know, I'm I'm trying to just make this bridge easy for people because I guess it's so far away. They're like, "There's no proof." Yes, it is. You know, I brought my Sasquatch hair to the great Florida Bigfoot conference. I let people see what it looks like. I let Mm -hmm. people see what it looks like under a microscope with, you know, pictures of what it looks like under a microscope. Uh, But man, I'm all about bringing it to to the real, you know, same thing with the TikTok lives. Like I'm here live and direct slipping on my butt, messing up some of the cast, but it's live Mm -hmm. and direct. It's not four years later uh, through, you know, Animal Planet edited down and retold and fake sounds. Mm -hmm dramatic music i'm just telling it how Mm -hmm. it is and Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's uh somewhat you know a little slow and then other times people are finding things behind me that i'd even sense so it's it's so much bigger than me and my journey you know like people get to live vicariously uh through my adventures at the very least some people can't walk anymore and they get to see my happy ass you know trolling around the woods and at the barrel like that's enough you know for me Uh, So I I just love this journey. And it begins with consciousness. And I put myself outside of society uh, and outside of my family. And I'm scorned by most people that knew me. But then you build back and you show them who the the real you is. And you're not some crazy lunatic. You're just someone that really cares about this earth and himself. And sometimes you got to lose yourself to find yourself. And that's what I'm about. You know, lived out of my car for a long time. uh, and Now I live in a trailer and I feel like I have more than enough. It's it's amazing
0: no I, I feel you I, on that go ahead jamie no I was gonna say i feel you on that sometimes i think a lot of people like underestimate like oh you're not successful you don't have this you don't do that and it's like sometimes it's that's not what it's about and that's not the joy that you get out of life like you have a roof over your head and you're doing the things that you love and like you can tell how immensely happy and how much you are enjoying life like it's absolutely obvious and i think that people need to stop thinking so much about like things about what kind of cars people drive or things like that and it's about just like enjoying yourself and creating and like being yourself and doing it truthfully and honestly and just like putting it out there
1: and and that's the thing too i always um admire about you know people that go out into the field a lot of them are obviously more um skeptical or quote-unquote scientific than say bigfoot anon is however They'll. their attitude is like, yo, like, even if we don't find anything, like, we got to chill in the woods for, like, several days, and, like, that's good enough, mm-hmm. right? That's still my deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you, you brought up an interesting point about, like, TV documentaries on high strangest versus what you're doing. What you're doing is more DIY, in the moment, POV, um, it is what it is, take it or leave it. This is the journey. Um, whereas I think that the the television production approach to it though i am a fiend for that stuff and i'll watch anything on it whenever it's available like their job is to tell a narrative in every single one of those episodes whether something happens or not like you said uh you know uh srd uh audio that they implement or um you know even i you know i've interviewed people that are worked on ghost hunters that are like yeah we have to kind of like shift it to tell a story mm-hmm. in various ways and things like that and i think that that lends it, it lends it discredit to a degree though it exposes a lot of people to these topics like at the end of the day it's still television and it's still a story you have to tell and i think in this age of TikTok and youtube and uh is periscope still a thing um all yes. this stuff like, yes, really? we're just, we're mm-hmm. just like going out there like you're doing, you're just like, <laughs> hey, like, this is what I do. You can come along. We don't need any f- quick cuts <clears throat> and fast edits and added audio later. It's just like, here it is, you know? And, and it's interesting that so many people gravitate towards that.
2: So we want, we want the real, the real perspective. I think and we a want lot it, of it at our fingertips at all times. <laughs> of- script it's it's not reality tv if it's scripted but all reality tv on television is scripted so i Mm -hmm. think people are eager for that raw material and like you were saying connor even if you're messing up on a cast it's like that doesn't really matter it's the fact that they're seeing it in real time people i think like to watch people's mistakes you know because mm-hmm. it's we're not perfect but General. we're out here doing it and that's what it is it's not about being perfect you don't start a channel because you're perfect at something You start a channel because you you know maybe know something or you have an interest mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of all that matters people want want that I don't know if I missed this earlier but I wanted to ask you if you believed in Bigfoot as a child
3: Yes, I did. But just like everybody, we okay. think it's one guy, you know, it's like one Bigfoot oh. out there. But then then I quickly, you know, learned like yeah. this is a species, of course. Uh, but I grew up in Ohio where we had the Ohio grass, Grassman. And then the, the Minerva monster. And my mm-hmm. town was the Brunswick Blue Devil, which it made it look like a devil, kind of like a, uh, I guess, little gremlin. But in West Virginia history, the blue devil is a werewolf, a dogman. And uh, I actually had a dogman encounter when I was young. Yes, that's like a uh, mothman, moose man, goat man. I don't think that's what
0: he was saying. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that's my goblin. Oh, okay, let's, goblin. Start,
1: let's start with like your earliest undeniable encounter. Can you walk us through that? Whether it be yeah. a dogman or a Bigfoot or whatever.
3: Yes, it it would be that one. Uh, It was the Sleepy Hollow Wolfman. And uh, my friends Jake and Alex actually had a daytime encounter uh, like two months before it. So I heard everything about this creature. They thought uh, it was a deer at first, but it was walking on two legs and it ran off and jetted up a hill uh, at lightning bolt speed. And I actually had them type out a testimony for my first book. Uh, So it's really cool to paint a picture of like all three of us young kids in our differing you know, attributes of it, uh, but how it all does come together. But, uh, we're sleeping over his house before a golf league. So it was a Friday night before a Saturday morning, early morning. And it was the first time I ever slept over his house and he is well off. So I was super excited just for that. And he has a really nice basement with like a bar, a pool table and a walk-out basement, like a glass door that just goes uh, into the into the big yard and then into the woods. And that area uh, is caves and cliffs, that whole peninsula. Uh, and what I mentioned earlier is about the abandoned drive in theater and an abandoned swimming hole that had like a cement Uh, diving area. So that was definitely like a kick it spot uh, for people back in the day. And I'm guessing for these elementals and these deities that are magnetized and maybe like harness and harvest our past energy. Uh, But this creature was down in, in the den, like in the woods, but uh, we are playing pool for like two hours, one, one one and a half hours. And uh, we get this strange feeling and my buddies described it as hearing like rumbling like physically hearing rumbling outside and like rustling in the feathers or the the leaves I didn't hear any of that. It was more internal, kind of like sixth sense, third eye, uh, maybe maybe even infrasound. I don't think he was trying to zap us or her- hurt us, but maybe just let us let us know he was there. Or it could have just been one of those mm-hmm. feelings like, you know, when someone's watching you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Years, we felt something. Uh, we turn off the lights and we move away from the walking, walkout part. And we're peeking through this little window, all three of us. And we see this hulking figure just in the back. And it felt like time froze, but I'm guessing we looked after for probably like three to five seconds. And then we dove into the staircase uh, and I saw how dark the creature was. It was darker than the night. Uh, I don't remember seeing any eyes or anything. And honestly, really couldn't even see the major shape of like the ears or anything. What I always knew was Wolfman, werewolf. Like they never said really Sasquatch. Uh so I never pictured that. So it was always mm-hmm. the wolf man. And this was long before dog man was ever a term or any of that. Uh but of course we were familiar with Anubis and uh maybe even Dog Soldiers at that point. Uh but it was it was just so crazy. But we don't we dove in uh for a few minutes and then we end up creeping back out and looking and the coast was clear. And we end up watching a movie that night, saving Private Ryan. Uh, getting so scared. I just remember being curled up, like shaking uh, and then going all the way upstairs to Alex's room, you know, from the basement floor up, up two floors to the room. And uh, the next morning, his mom is like, oh, why did you guys sleep upstairs? And we said we saw the creature. And uh, she actually confirmed it by saying that she heard uh, owl like man calls pretty much every night since they've moved in. Uh, so it's just really Whoa. crazy that, like, a, a church bookie lady uh, would, you know, kind of meet us halfway. And then, really, things just transpired. But they never really had anything uh, happen after that. We did go uh, in the cave, you know, weeks later. Uh, but never not never really too far into it, because, honestly, it probably goes into the aquifer. How, well,
0: yeah, and the caves are scary as shit. Like, you have to be very careful so when you go into those it. things. Because, like... You could squeeze through a hole and not be able to fucking come back out. Like that's a very big possibility.
1: Oh yeah, Fuck the people that. that like the spelunking thing. Splunking. I'm like, no spelunking. No thank you. I'm all set. I'm six foot five and not into that shit. Yeah, yeah Bobby, you're, you're not you're going fine.
2: anywhere. Have you seen that Just movie, the, the Descent?
1: Home. It's horrifying, and it's not <laughs> horrifying because there's troll goblins in the caves. It's horrifying because it's in a cave in general. In a
2: cave in general. Yeah. Um, what, what movie? What movie? The
1: Descent. Like Descent. 2006 Descent. or something. I feel like I've seen that. It's a scary ass movie. But Neil um Marks directed it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dog soldiers, Um I don't know about uh,
2: dog soldiers yet.
1: Yo, guys, it's guy talk. Don't. Okay, go you ahead. Go ahead. Talk. You should watch Dog Soldiers. <laughs> um, it's so, guy talk.
2: That's fucking yeah. sexist. Bobby. Yeah, hate crime. Give me a hate crime.
1: <laughs> okay, <hold on.
2: laughs> you deserve uh-huh. a hate crime for that. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: who says bro, that bro talk sorry bro talk I, did, I didn't mean it the way it came out um okay so how far away was was it Beast would you say talk. it's like a silhouette or like you said it was just very dark like talk to me about exactly what
3: uh, i'd say it was about 20 20 yards away maybe 25 yards oh. so like 60 feet oh my god feet. i so love dixie it was, cryptid it was pretty right, quick sorry.
0: Yeah, that's Bob, where that's where I'm geeking out
1: right now because that's where Connor that's where
0: Connor was just at. That's who he was uh who well, just before ours. Well, that man,
1: <laughs> that man's voice puts me to sleep every night. So uh that's exciting. Anyway, go ahead. Oh,
0: there I'm you go, Bobby. I it. it says sleep. I'm just,
1: that's great. I'm
2: uh
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm geeking out right now. Anyway, uh continue please. <laughs> yeah, it was about uh, 20
3: to 25 yards. Um so about 60 to 75 feet. It wasn't that far, but it wasn't that close. Uh, I'd say it was a little bit more than a silhouette. I don't want to say I like saw its fur or hair, but I saw its blackness. Not like just like a shadow. I saw its blackness. Uh, but definitely uh, have had closer, scarier encounters since. And it's crazy you brought up. Uh, the descent, because the one I was going to mention next was a white creature uh, that I saw. I don't know if it was a hairless Sasquatch or kind of like a prowler, a lurker, one of these cave crawlers uh, like Gollum or maybe like extended uh, puckwudgy. But I was driving home when I was probably yeah. like 18 or 19 uh, from my job, family video. It was past midnight. I was going Prospect Road to Boston and Boston leads all the way to Helltown. So it's all connected. Uh, but uh, I was going, and it was really misty. I was heading towards Boston Road, and well, the last two steps, this creature took over the road and then just darted into the forest, and my lights shined perfectly bright on it. I saw it clear as day. White, I could like kind of see its veins, it felt like, uh, because I don't know if it was blue because of its veins or just how kind of skin skin's got that blue white look uh sometimes especially if it's been wet and outside and pruny. uh but I, i'm not entirely sure what that creature was it was not very big it was like probably five to six feet um but it was probably oh. 45 yards ahead of me uh, uh that one was farther away but clear you know the light shining bright on it was was all i needed
0: Now, have you had, like, encounters with more than just, like, I feel like cryptid creatures? Like, have you had, like, ghost encounters and, like, maybe some UFO sightings and things like laugh in your life? Because I think here on our channel, we try to tie in the two between the UFO and the paranormal. We think that it's all the same. So do you think that, you know, there is a commonality between all these things? And are you experiencing that?
3: A million percent for sure. Uh, I've had a lot of paranormal encounters and experiences, and just weird spiritual stuff happen. Uh, I've had really bad nightmares that, like, I had to like go to the doctor for uh, when I was younger. The uh, sister in Pet Cemetery Zelda with the back problem uh-huh. really gave me like horrible uh, nightmares. So like all witches. Oh, Uh, weird demon, female demons have always like really uh, messed with me. And uh, that's why I always have black cats and uh, I'm really big on like protection. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yes, I've had uh, stuff that's outside of like the cryptid realm happen as well. And I'm really big on like psychedelics. So I have pushed the boundaries on DMT and, you know, seen fractals and seen Maybe creatures that are myself or maybe uh, these, you know, I I haven't seen elves like these machine elves, but uh, maybe it was representations of them. Uh, But I've also remote viewed deep on, you know, Hawaiian baby wood rose potions. It's really crazy uh, practice that the Indians used to use. It's this tea that you really get sick, but you can communicate uh, with the other side. And I've done that like 40 to 50 times. And it ranged from body buzz to full on, you know, seeing missing people. Going missing. How do
2: you get that? Uh, how do you get that? Uh, you yeah, can, it was like, where, where yeah, who's your
0: hookup? Who's your hookup? You can is order Hawaiian
3: baby Woodrow seeds online legally, uh, perfectly legal, but oh. so it is illegal to extract them. But that's in between you and your fridge. Uh, you crumble ah. them up and uh, you put <laughs> it in a spot glass, cold water extraction. It's super um, illegal
0: to do this, but here's how you do it. <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> I love and, uh, We love that. It, we encourage that on our channel. Glass. This Overnight, was a guest um, on
1: Bobby's Crypted Corner saying this, not the. Uh... <laughs> Oh, time out time out legal. connor can you say it's that again everything is there in
2: florida connor what's it called sorry? again we've Hawaii. we've interrupted we're stuck on the like can we start over with the detail uh yeah i need the details
3: the the drugs hawaiian baby <laughs> woodrow <laughs> seeds uh hawaiian they could
0: continue- woodrow seeds
3: they could take like LSA, which is like LSD's little sister. Uh, you can also oh. get them in morning glory seeds. But uh, Ooh, for a dose I like the that. Hawaiian, Hawaiian baby wood rose, uh, it's like 10 to 25 uh, for a dose. Uh, but then morning glory, you have to eat like 200 seeds. So put it in like a snack pack. Uh, but don't order the ones from the store because they have poison. Uh, but it's very interesting. No. And <laughs> uh, you, you will pay a price. Uh, you know, you will get a little bit of a stomachache, but it really opens you up uh, to just the other side. And the ancient people used to use it to uh, communicate. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm all about, you know, tripping shrooms in the forest to communicate. I was just, uh, so, uh, have,
1: how,
0: how, so you said this tea, you probably have you done like LSD probably before some things. That, so what are some things that you've used to communicate with these kind of things other than those?
3: Yeah, LSD, uh, even uh, nutmeg. Because nutmeg is is just a spice that you find in your kitchen. It is a cousin of mescaline, you know, like the cactus. Uh, So if you can absorb it and and smoke it correctly, uh, you can definitely trip out. Uh, But I definitely use ganja out there in the forest. Uh, We meditate out there. We use some type of like uh, instruments, kind of like ocarina. Wait,
0: wait. is it it kind of like CE5, but for like cryptids and bigfoots and shit?
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: yo that's super cool see that's what i mean these things are so connected people think that they're so different but like the same way you're calling out cryptids is almost the same way we call out ufos
3: exactly i'm big on the ce5 and kind of trying to and you know we we find the tendencies and the practices we can forget about the people trying to make money off of this stuff you know uh we got we got to absorb what the the practice and the knowledge inside but yeah man i'm i'm all about bringing the vibrations because they see that and they feel that and all the people I ride with got the vibe and we all, you know, have had crazy experiences in our life. So, uh, I, I'm, your all a um, uh, big, have you guys heard
2: about the kid that took too much nutmeg and like fucked himself? So like pe- everyone out there, nutmeg. Yes. Just don't eat the entire fucking thing of nutmeg. I don't know if you and, guys heard about this, the kid <laughs> that ate the nutmeg too much no. nutmeg.
0: I thought oh, it was because fuck. he like coughed or whatever, and it went in his lungs and burnt his lungs. I thought that no, was no, because he knew it was a hallucinogen if you
2: took a certain amount, but he took like an entire like s- spice thing of it all in one sitting.
0: Kids what, did did day, to-
2: what did it do What did it do? What was so the outcome? Their noggin. He went to the hospital. All kinds of shit happened. All of his like organs shut down. He couldn't drink enough water and then he couldn't <sighs> expel the water it was awful I saw a, a like um medical thing on it that someone did and it was like what the f-? it was like one thing after the next it was bad damn because people think like oh yeah I can take this and I'll trip so why don't I just take a giant thing of it no people don't yeah. realize like if you're gonna Dabble with hallucinogens, you should put a Please little bit of rain into it mag.
0: You
1: yeah, don't check,
2: that's okay. So, I just wanted to put out the disclaimer here like, use yeah. your noggin, everything that you should none do. None of us are endorsing this to experiment or
1: encouraging it. Is, yeah, what's <laughs> well, so the life's, life's a journey? <laughs> um, hey, so. I guess I can abandon my question about where There's you fall dream. on the flesh and blood versus supernatural paranormal side of uh, Bigfoot encounters. It sounds
2: paranormal
1: that, that that question has very much been answered uh, organically. Um but that said, like, how do you like what are your thoughts on, I guess, more <laughs> aggressive encounters where it <laughs> seems like, Maybe uh, like a primordial reaction, like an aggressive animal in the woods. Like we've heard your side. It's just kind of like good vibes and like mind speak and all that stuff. How do you respond to uh, more aggressive encounters that you hear about? What are your thoughts on
3: that? Those are definitely out there. Uh, According to Owlman, uh, Sasquatch has a strict code, and uh, they are not allowed to harm human beings or they will be uh, exiled. So either these creatures have already been exiled or they maybe never were part of a tribe. Uh, but rest in peace to Dennis Martin. You know, he was taken by a hairy person. I'm not sure if it was a feral man or a Sasquatch. Uh, Henry McCabe, he was killed by a strange creature. It was recorded on his voicemail. Uh, Cullen Finnerty, he played in the NFL. He was like six foot five, your size. Uh, and two big dark guys were chasing him in the woods. Uh, I wonder what that was. Uh, He died of pneumonia after throwing up and swallowing it himself. And there's cows out there that get scared to death and they die of a certain type of pneumonia. Uh, Of course, Jared Adedaro, uh, he was two years old and then he went up to some hikers and fishermen and said, is there any bears here? Again, I think he probably saw some Sasquatch and that's all he could uh, really attribute it to. Uh, Those are just a couple examples of the creature's crossing the line hundred percent. Uh, so you definitely have to be very careful. I've been so scared in the woods that, you know, I thought I was the next one, uh, to be killed. So I'm definitely uh, head on a swivel out there, but I also know that 99.9% of the time, uh, there is a code of the forest, but there's so many other things out there, uh, like dogmen creatures, gator creatures and reptilians and things that was that from the sky. And then just electrical anomalies that we might you know, fall into or vortexes like the Montana vortex, you walk along a straight line, you literally get shorter. So imagine I'm, you know, two hours into a hike and then just sit on a little tree stump and then boom, I somehow fall into a weird pocket, you know, and I'm bit, ba- yeah, they are flesh and blood, you and I are flesh and blood, but we're supernatural too. You know, mm-hmm. déjà vu, electricity, love, uh, also just the mother-child relationship—you can feel each other through walls. So we are supernatural. So that, mm-hmm. I'm big—I'm big on hopefully being an advocate that you know energy is available. That, like I mentioned before, particle form—we are solid, but our true electrons have the the true being of waveform. Of course, that's so, mostly when we die, but in real it, moments, we might be able to tap in
1: it's almost like for lack of a better word like the kind of hippy dippy lens of bigfoots that doesn't necessarily um like immediately put them in this camp of like a peace and love creature by default right they're still go ahead
3: Still the beast of the woods, still the sure. alpha, okay. alpha, you know, uh, but people have beautiful relationships uh, with these creatures, too. But just like human beings, we have friends, we have foes, you know, we got average Joes trying to take notes at us. Uh, they were saying oh, I got spoken word, you know, they should.
0: Right. Uh, look, they
3: did. Yeah. <laughs> <too>. uh, <laughs> so Rapgenius.com, rap talk- baby.
0: You were talking about this like strict code. So, like, what I'm I'm curious to know. Do you know more about what this code is that these that these Bigfoot are supposed to follow?
3: Yeah, Owlman uh, has called into like uh, Sean G chasing the truth. How to hunt? Steve Isdall has covered him a bunch. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess he has been accepted by a tribe of Sasquatch, and they call him Owl Man because he was always talking to the owls. Uh, but yes, he—I I definitely will share the link with people so they could hear. it. It's like two hours uh, worth of information. But yes, they have a strict code. They're not allowed to harm human beings. Most of them aren't even allowed to be spotted at all. Uh, they face like strict consequences. Uh, they, it's a—they're big family-oriented, and then they kick the male out to find a new family uh once he hits mature age because i'm guessing once he hits puberty it just gets crazy crazy uh, mm-hmm. but yeah there's there's a lot of crazy details that uh tap into it they call the they call themselves the people uh, they call the great creator the great creator uh, and a lot of people think they're descendants of cain so Alman said hey are, are you a descendant of cain and he answered back i'm a descendant of eve uh, so <laughs> that answered it for me, at least. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am, but I'm also a descendant of Eve, too. Uh, and, you know, the Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith, in the 1800s, he found Cain, like in real time, 1800s is basically yesterday, if we're talking Bible times, you know, mm-hmm. So he found Cain in modern day, and he was as tall as him on a horse covered in hair, like, that's amazing. That doesn't make me Mormon, but that makes all them uh, grass man people. But uh, I, I just, I just love you know. The this Mormons is my church. Crazy. This is very serious Sorry. for me, you know.
0: No, no, absolutely. That, but that's the thing. I, I feel like people when they get super passionate about these kind of things, and the more and more they get into it, it's like it, it becomes your reality. Like I think probably now because you are so enthralled with it, you probably see it and have more interaction with anyone because you yourself are going out there and presenting yourself to interact with it you know what i mean and not a lot of people are doing that every day in harnessing that energy and so i think that you are inherently you know inviting that into yourself and because you're doing that it keeps happening over and over and over again
3: 100 um, it starts it starts with manifestation you have to see your experiences you have to see your ex- expeditions through at home you know it It starts at home and even like when you're going out uh grouping energy together if you're going to hike with people uh practice some stretches and practice some breathing exercise in the parking lot right when you get out you know all us do deep breaths all of us do fast breaths shoulders to ears because that just brings us together as energy imagine if it's all four of us Mm. and we just get out of our cars and then hit the path one of us gonna be blue one of us gonna be green one you know we're all gonna be different if we can come Mm -hmm. together wow our energies together and they're going to be more interested themselves so you synchronize
2: you synchronize synchronize through breathing you're synchronizing your energies through breathing techniques and then you go out i love
3: that that is so powerful and sometimes mid-hike uh we have you know some seances that we say and uh we talk like that for 60 straight seconds you start to open things up in your own brain but imagine what the forest that kind of sounds like samurai chatter and then you got four people doing it First, like, uh, it's, it's very cool and then we're doing it next to the Terea tree which you know used to build the ark it's like it's special i was brought here for a reason i i believe so
1: so um just keeping in mind that a lot of our audience is kind of over overflow from the ufo side of this channel Um, Can you kind of go into like what MindSpeak is and maybe some of the experiences you've had with that side of things?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I have uh, had just glares and vibes. I am big on my third eye and just absorbing it in. Uh, I know some people that they get direct messages from these creatures that they know their names, and it also comes in other forms too. Uh, my good friend, uh, Squatch in South Florida, Matt Williamson, he used divination rods. You know, uh, the mm. metal rods that you can communicate. If it crosses, it means yes. If it op- opens, it means no, or or vice versa. You develop a relationship. Uh, with that But mind speak is basically telepathy uh, You have these creatures Enter your mind with either thoughts Vibrations or maybe uh, persuasion And sometimes it might lead you to your death And then other times It might lead you back to your camp I have definitely been guided by the forest uh, But I've also been trying to be seduced By the forest And we didn't go uh, So you have to find that that balance And uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Tristan He calls it his spidey senses I, I just call mm-hmm. it the vibe you know and if it doesn't feel right it don't feel right uh we just we go another way uh but mind speak is all internal but one really cool encounter that happened around here that i've investigated is the kevin saunders encounter happened at the Appalachian national forest he talked about it on bigfoot odyssey a couple episodes about it uh but a female sasquatch approached him in camp not visible yet, but mentally spoke to him, mind speak, and then brought him out in the forest, had a visual encounter, uh, spoke more through mind speak, no actual voice. Uh, they got to know each other, and he mm-hmm. was speaking mentally back too. So, guys, your thoughts in, in your head, they can be heard by the forest and things around us. So, you know, just remember that because we're all made out of water. Our thoughts shape us. It, it all matters, guys. You know.
1: So be, when, when you hear – when you hear telepathy or or mind speak, are you hearing like more or less like the English language in your own head? Like, does it have a distinct, you know, cadence and, in and like voice to it? Or is it just like a feeling you get, you know what I'm trying to say?
3: Yes, I, I, I do. Uh, mine come in feelings because I haven't had those. Hey, it's, it's hobby, you know, come If you here. listen
1: to the, uh, the Les Stroud interview when he's talking about, you know, what I'm talking about when he, the survivor man, when he's talking about, you know, he's kind of an agnostic with all this stuff. And uh, he he describes a time where he heard mind speak and it almost the way he described it, almost like he heard sentences in his head from something out there in the wilderness. Right. So I'm just curious yeah. as to like That's- how it's interpreted internally.
3: Yeah, that's definitely the traditional mind speak. Mine definitely come in the vibes. I'm just getting the vibes from the forest. I haven't been communicated directly, at least that I've picked up on, like in the exact sounds. Uh, But they do have their own language. They speak, you know, all the different Native American languages. In the 50 years with Bigfoot, they talk about how Fox knew like six different native languages. Uh, But they also speak English, but they also have their own words. Like habe means wolf um knock n-a-w-k means friend uh there's like two full pages of translations in that same book uh so i use those out in the forest too mixed mm-hmm. with Owlman's communication uh but yes it does come in direct their voice or maybe your own voice uh sometimes i know it comes in many different forms but they do have a voice in that kevin saunders one uh she brought him to the forest all through the mind speak she heard he heard her voice the whole time, and then he uh, he was introduced to her parents with a visual sighting. Uh, and it's just super crazy because that location is right by Tate's Hell uh, State Forest, where C.B. Tate went missing for seven days uh, after going into the Cursed Swamp. And he said he saw swamp giants, an Amazon woman that took care of him every night, nice. and then panthers and strange Me creatures like died after seven days. Uh, so it, it just all connects, you know. But telepathy uh, definitely comes in many different forms and waves. I haven't, you know, experienced the direct words, but I know credible people uh, that have. And the information that was passed along uh, wouldn't be known by any other entity. So it, there's some kind of special uh, connection between it all. Just like just like people speak with their eyes, and we know what each other are gonna say, and there's feelings with
0: stuff. Yeah, like you could, I'm sure you could shoot a glance to your partner, and they know exactly what that glance means. It's like that kind of things. You just get feelings, and you know those type of things. So I have a big, I have a question, Connor. So you talk about you know telepathy, and you were talking about like these different locations. So what are really good locations of people or? Or does it not matter if you're just spiritually going out there and trying to find them? How do you – like where's a good spot to try to go Bigfoot hunting to to have these experiences and stuff? Because I feel like everybody has their own little secret spot, right? They, they're they like – you don't have to give us specifics by any means. You could be like this state or that state or something like that because I know a lot of people keep it secret. They're like, I don't want to give ab- up my
2: – maybe about where in the state. Like I was actually just thinking that. Uh, I know know, if I wanted to do that around here, it's like, where would I go? Are there certain types of environments? So maybe like Jamie's saying where to go. And then if there aren't specifics, um, what types of environments would you say? Or is it a mindset?
3: I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of everything. Of course, if you can find areas that have had you know famous sightings, definitely go there first. Uh, definitely search you know BFRO. Uh, listen to tons of podcasts. Search it on Google. Uh, just you know, d- blank Bigfoot sightings, and then see if it's a hot spot. But definitely uh, state parks, national parks, uh, anywhere near major lakes or rivers. They use the creeks and uh, telephone poles. Uh, Their telephone lines uh, as highways so anywhere along that anywhere dense that is going to hold rabbit pig or deer, that is going to be more than enough food, uh, but also in fruit vineyards, even nut vineyards, like almond uh, trees. They love almonds, uh, but man, pretty much everywhere, but different ev- everywhere that is dense in forest, they they can hide, and they will surprise you with how close uh, they can get. People think that they can't cross the street. They definitely cross the street. They've been seen on security cameras. Uh, I'm going to Flat Rock Booger's house this weekend, and uh, his video is my fo- most famous one on tiktok 4.8 million uh but a creature came onto his front porch and banged on his uh side of his house and uh it's just super crazy and then one's actually opened his door and peeked his head in uh so these things have entered people's homes. So, you know, monsters and mysteries around the corner. That's my third mm-hmm. butt. We don't gotta travel uh too far. But uh some really hot spots. Uh salt, salt Fork in Ohio, Hocking Hills, Wheeling, West Virginia, Moundsville, West Virginia, Uari for Uari National Forest in uh North Carolina, uh Savannah, Georgia, Okafani C- Swamp in uh Georgia. Green Swamp, Everglades, Miaka, Torreya State Park, Blackwater State Forest, all in Florida. Uh, right here, coolest place where I live. I'm less than 10 minutes away uh, from the Ochesee Pond, uh, where in 1874, the Ochesee Pond Wildman was captured after harassing women and children at the Swamp Village. And then Native American gatherers and Civil War veterans teamed up, surrounded it on an island and then netted it and then they sent it to Tallahassee and the governor said, "Oh no way, send to Chattahoochee Hospital." And uh, Chattahoochee is very well known for being cruel and experimental. Uh Gary Oldman was in a movie called Chattahoochee. Uh and luckily, my uh, best friend down here is the head IT guy at the grounds and lives there. Uh so I get to explore where the Ocheezee Pond wild man is actually buried after 3 years. Of experimenting on him. They buried him on the grounds and supposedly they built a building on top of him. I've heard other rumors that he's by the golf course. Uh, So we are just searching and scouring uh, above ground and. I'm going to try to get in the DUMB, the Deep Underground Military Base, because there's yes. one underneath, too. Oh, yeah. uh, and I filmed the entrances, and the landlord even said uh, he, he threatened Jack pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but that is one of my favorite stories. And I've lived out of my car across America from Ohio to Florida, all the way to California and back. And somehow, I'm ten minutes away from the coolest Bigfoot story that really hasn't been uncovered, okay. like doesn't so get talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, for, mm-hmm. for how cool it
1: is. Yeah, I've never even heard of yeah. that. That's awesome. Uh, what are your... You can't intercept. Ahead,
2: I've been raising my hand.
1: I'm sorry I didn't <laughs>
2: see it. I'm. Listen, you mentioned something that actually really sparked my own little rabbit ears, <clears throat> national parks. So something that mm-hmm. we've definitely talked about here, because obviously it's also alien related. And um, the whole missing four one one thing, the missing people that go missing in <laughs> national parks, uh, yeah. and all of that. And we've we've really we've we've gone over all the different scenarios: who, why, what. And I feel like we always kind of land in a Bigfoot scenario, but I don't really believe that they would just harm people or like snatch people but because you said national parks i'm curious as to what you know or maybe the why if bigfoot is so bigfoot sasquatch is such a um hot spot for for them what do you think there's a connection possibly with the missing people i mean there has to be right the fact that you said that, it, that it's one of the places to look for and that's also one of the places where people go missing Mm -hmm. do you think there's a connection if so what
3: yes a million percent there's a connection uh it goes back to teddy roosevelt uh he's the one that created national parks and he is a famous cryptid hunter uh he actually hunted down sasquatches and uh, actually told the story of osmond albert osmond Uh, or Bauman, I think it's Trapper Bauman, Trapper Bauman, Uh, Mm -hmm. Bauman got taken by a Sasquatch. And a lot of people say that Bauman is actually Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, But you know, he had political goals uh, in his future. So he wrote it as like a third person story. But some of the details are like impossible to know unless you were uh, there. But the whole story is uh, Teddy Roosevelt and his whole team push these creatures into these protected areas. And then people go deep into it and say there's treaties that say, Hey, those are the areas that, you know, what happens happens, you know, it's, it's Uh it's protected. Uh Uh, But I definitely think there is a correlation uh, between people going missing, just like Dennis Martin talked about that was a missing 401 case. They talked about it actually a feral man being seen by the key family and then it being covered up. Uh, So that definitely makes me think a lot of other cases again back to alman he asked them of course about missing 401 and he said that sometimes in the cases that they find the clothes you know perfectly folded on folded. a rock in
1: the middle mm-hmm. of
3: a rapid river uh, sometimes that is Sasquatch maybe uh, closing the bridge maybe one got out of control uh, and kind of like George and Lenny of mice and men remember when he's holding that girl and then he strangles her wow. to death I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes Maybe just want to play with us and uh, accidentally kill us, and then it's like boom! Oh my God, they're going to send in the green berets and kill us all. So they try to meet it halfway. But Be respectful again, and, about it, yeah. And that's those are the respectful ones. But I definitely know there are some cases that they are taking humans to reproduce with us and to keep us as slaves. And then there's other ones that are like slaves? I'm guessing that, that there's human beings out there that willingly join these tribes and probably. Uh, are accepted at some point. Uh, so it's really crazy where it gets between feral people, wrong turn and Sasquatch and really all of it's connected in the Appalachian mountains. Uh, but man, I, I definitely think there's a correlation. Uh, and I want to spread awareness because the news isn't talking about missing 411. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's up to us internet podcasters to spread awareness. And we are and we are doing a great job. I just want to mention Ben McDaniel. Uh, he's a missing 401 case that is right around this corner, right around this area. Uh, he was a diver and he uh, liked to break the rules. So he went past a gate into the forbidden area, but he was a really big guy uh, and a diver right here in town, Ed Sorensen, uh, one of my friends. He actually was on the recovery team uh, and tried to find him. And the guy is way bigger than Ed. So wherever Ed could go, the guy probably couldn't get to never found them. They did uh, analysis on the water, no dead bodies or anything. Uh, they searched all the abandoned swamp or surrounding swamps in the area never found them uh, just a very, very mysterious case. But I definitely think that there's UFO abductions from the extraterrestrials uh, anomalies with electrical. That's maybe sometimes you just lean on the wrong boulder and it, it swallows you up because boulder fields wow. and granite are really high in electricity. And then we are really high in electricity. And sometimes Boom! Static shock, Uh, and then there's things like the the back rooms and the dark rooms, you know, those creepy pastas that you just fall into an existence like under our world, and you can never get out. So I hope I hope it's not a situation like that. But energy is energy; it it, it can can go many places.
1: It's like that um, Channel Zero episode when they find the staircase in the woods. That's a good ass show. Um, So. Assuming that you believe there is a connection, and correct me if you don't. Like, where do let's say, like, conventional alien archetypes fall into all this? Like the Grays, for example. Is there any kind of?
2: What's the connection? Yeah, we all know there's a connection, right? We all know there's a connection because there's the whole like prison
1: planet theory with all this. There's, you know, Sasquatches are the scouts of the grays theory, like that whole thing. So, where do you fall on that question?
3: I definitely think they're connected, but not as directly connected sometimes as people like to like, oh, yeah, there's a Sasquatch and an alien like driving in a spaceship. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. But if there's extraterrestrials, (laughs) uh, uh, something that is super smart and advanced in technology, they're going to be very interested in the things here on the surface. So us human beings and these other creatures in the forest that are are doing Earth better than we are. So So they're not
1: necessarily like the henchmen for for extraterrestrials. So I you know and I I don't know I'm just going to throw this out there you guys feel free to chime in on your thoughts. I just feel like certain locations are more susceptible to high strangeness thus you will see UFOs in the same places as Sasquatches that doesn't necessarily mean why they're the directly related, right? Um but at so the
0: same time them. Well,
1: because
0: so like in a So like a I personally think more, that like, okay, so it's not like that aliens and Bigfoots are fucking brothers and sisters or cousins or some shit, but I think that they come from that same other side of the veil, that paranormal, that otherworldly, that not of this earth kind of thing. And I think that that's where that connection is. And it's not as physical as we want it to be. I think that we want to physically connect them somehow. Like they have the same genes or they're different species or they come from the same planet. But I think it's so much bigger than that. I think it's like on a bigger scale, like we would think of humanity. Like it's it's there's a big umbrella under all of it because it all comes from that same area so i personally think sometimes when you see that the ufo and the and the bigfoot sightings or the cryptid sightings at the same time it's because you're in an area where that veil is just incredibly thin and so you're experiencing all of these phenomenons not because a bigfoot is being abducted by an alien
1: you said it better than i did yes that's what I was. Okay. Saying.
0: i don't agree with that no
2: okay No, I feel like in a lot of cases, it's not that the UFOs are abducting Bigfoot. It's that people think that they are working in tandem because maybe someone will see a Bigfoot, there will be a UFO above a Bigfoot, or swoop around, and then they will get abducted. So not like one is abducting the other, but like they're both seen, and then there's a strange UFO or a strange Bigfoot experience, almost like they... I don't want to say have an agreement, but they're just like, hey, like, we're working on this together. That's what I think it feels like to a lot of people. And a lot of encounters that I've read on, that's basically the situation. Like, someone's Mm -hmm. camping. They're, you know, it's nighttime. They're fishing. They see a UFO or they see a Bigfoot first and then one of the other appears. Like, they're there at the exact same time for that person.
1: Or, or what if, what so if why? experiencing one before the other just crashes someone's entire paradigm hard drive to the point where in that moment, they're even more vulnerable to other forms of high strangeness because mm-hmm. they've just been exposed to something completely out of their mental vocabulary.
2: Mm hmm.
1: So as their brain is rebooting they're more I'm just speculating here as their brain is I am rebooting
2: I'm too I'm I'm speculating on on your speculations I think that's mm-hmm. an interesting thought like if when when you see something so paranormal that is paradigm shifting shattering
1: mhm mm-hmm
2: your normal barriers of reality right. falls to a certain extent because you're seeing something so then Totes. therefore if it's in that same strange interdimension if it's breaking down can you then see other things that's also yep. in that weird in between dimensional space that's, that's yeah. an interesting thought so it's it's me.
1: a couple of different it's a couple it's like it's like almost like a perfect storm thing like one geographic location Mixed with, are you happen to be in the area within that geographic location? Um, are you open to it? Are you not open to it? Even though you aren't open to it, you're still uh, exposed to it. Once you're exposed to it, your brain not is going like, back. Yeah, there's your brain is just like, what the fuck? And then other things happen to be in the area. There's all kinds of, you know. And then the whole veil lifting thing that you were talking about, Jamie. So, like, yeah, that's that's super interesting. So I, you know, I I love the whole the theories about the ufos mixed with with bigfoot stuff but that to me personally though i'm like open to a lot of things it seems like a little bit of a bridge too far for me um but i think that high strangeness is high strangeness at the end of the day like we always talk about Mm -hmm. it's all uh you know connected by this thread of whatever it is we're trying to define in these conversations
3: I've got a couple of uh, d- direct things that are really cool. Just like uh, the dialov Pass past incident, you know, the eight or nine people that went missing. One of my favorites. Connected to like the Yeti. They saw, you know, a UFO, UFO. or some kind of weird light in the sky. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was just very cool. Uh, and then of course, Amber's parallel world is in here and she has a close relationship with Bigfoot in her, in her woods, in her yard called the Woodman. And uh, that one doesn't like the extraterrestrials. Uh, but then I have another friend, Donnie Miller, who he runs Standing Goats Rescue, Uh, he has famous Sasquatch and Cyclops encounters uh, on Sasquatch Chronicles and Bigfoot Odyssey. Uh, But he was abducted by aliens when he was younger and they put a chip in his arm. And then a couple of years later, he broke his wrist and the doctor said, hey, you have you have some kind of weird metal uh, in your arm. And then his whole life. He had crazy Sasquatch, Dogman, and like Frogman encounters. So those creatures can definitely tell when you've been changed or manipulated by this by the uh, extraterrestrials. So it works both ways. You know the Sasquatch are interested in what the extraterrestrials are doing, but the extraterrestrials are definitely uh, interested in what the Sasquatch. But same thing. The once the veil is open, once you see connection is connection, energy is energy, boom. It all just starts to uh, definitely connect, but so are uh, they not like- the
2: same thing? Are they With- the same thing?
3: I-, I definitely what Jamie was saying—they come from the same energy, uh, but that's where it all comes. Like, are we the true Earthlings or a Sasquatch, And are we uh, alien DNA? Mm-hmm. Because our dna is older than this planet so it came from somewhere else uh but i am big on earth being it we're the center we're everything every planet everybody's ever heard of is in earth's system uh there are hundreds there's thousands of continents out there we we hear about it you know in uh king kong journey to the center of the earth even what's the new one sandra bullock uh and the homeboy uh speed You know, Jungle Cruise. It's all about Middle Earth and the dome above us. You know, Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, Of course, everybody's Studio Ghibli, uh, Castle in the Sky. There is some kind of roots to all of this. And I don't think extraterrestrials come from like 240 light years away, bro. I think they're from like 3000 miles that way or maybe underground in Middle Earth. Uh, so I think these extraterrestrials and these aliens are way closer than you know the news is saying. They're like, oh, the Navy tracked it that way. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on around here, but if we could see what's happening on the surface – Oh, the extraterrestrials are already among us, and you know, if you do mushrooms, you see energy is everywhere. It's not just what our eyes and ears can see, because my cat can see like twenty-seven more colors than I can see. Doesn't mean it doesn't oh, yeah. exist. Yeah, and,
1: mean. and all this stuff doesn't even necessarily—it doesn't necessarily have to be interdimensional. It's just frequencies, right? It's vibrational frequencies. So, it w- is it fair to say that some things could be within this realm with us and share the same "quote-unquote" dimension? However, they know how to manipulate their frequencies to allow themselves to be seen or not be seen.
3: Well, freaking said, man, like, and that could be literally like camouflage. Like you can kind of see a glimmer kind of like predator, kind of like how Gemma's talked about the glimmer man, or literally what you were just saying. They have found a way to totally manipulate the grid that they exist here without us even knowing. And I, I love that. And that kind of brings spirits, paranormal consciousness, heaven, hell, demons, you know and then all the animals on earth it combines it all and that's what i'm so big on it's almost like I don't want it to be super strange because it's it's reality reality is strange you know
1: so it's almost like you you hear about like different reptiles or like the classic thing would be like i guess like jurassic park like the t-rex only sees like movement or heat or whatever it is but there's other there's other versions of those senses that can be turned on dependent on who's interpreting it right so maybe things like sasquatch have that sixth like sixth or seventh or eighth sense to tap into things and visually see things that we're not capable of seeing whether that be intent or vibes Mm -hmm. or energy you know so i don't know um i'm just kind of
3: no you're spot on a million percent and i see what big willie said he said what about faces in orbs and people seeing bigfoot turn into orbs i have two oh, cool yeah. things about that i was at and, uh, the crawley museum or the crawley house uh in Mayaca, which is a really haunted place one time they did an alistair Crowley um seance in it and then the house started vibrating and all the cows and uh yeah,
2: goats right there. underneath
3: <laughs> the cabin it was really goats freaking too? cool yeah, the goats, too. It, it was wild. Uh, but th- but I actually took a picture in there, and there's a goat man uh, chair. But my orb that I got has a goat man face. Oh, man, crazy. Uh, but then the next one, he said, oh my seeing God. Bigfoot turn into orbs. And this is one of my favorite videos. Tim T in Florida, he let me stay with him uh, multiple weekends. Great, great family. We're turners here. Uh, but he's an awesome researcher, awesome YouTube channel. Tim T has uh, trail cam footage of uh, Sasquatch head. And then you see an orb, and then it carries a deer across the screen, and then you see the Sasquatch a couple frames later. Uh, So, uh, yes, I think Sasquatch and probably people uh, could turn into orbs, but it takes training. And there are missing 401 cases, too, of like a father and son being really worn out. And then they see two like headlights in the middle of the woods, and then the dad runs after it, and then he comes back, and the kid's gone. So, sometimes these orbs could be used to negatively manipulate us. And then there's lots of theories with like, Blue orbs are the extraterrestrials trying to spy on us. Red orbs are like good and positive. I don't know. There's a lot, you know, you guys hear it. There's lots of crazy stories out there. Uh, but I'm you, you just gotta absorb what you can. Uh nothing's mm-hmm. totally right or wrong. It's just right or wrong for you and uh how it how it works. That's
2: exactly what I I've used always to said hang Like out on Mayaka. It was creepy. Oh, did you? Creepy place. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Well, I always say that these things, when they come to you, they come to you in a very personal manner. It seems like a lot of people's experiences are very much so tailored to them, um, even though that there are similarities. I'm not saying that everyone's experience is drastically different because there are a lot of threads that go throughout a lot lot of UFO stories. But one thread that they all have is like a lot of these uh, contacts happen to be uh, personal. And I see that bleed over into this cryptid world a little bit, too, where it tends to be a little bit more on that personal side. And so... Do you think that that is, is happening with kind of in the Bigfoot world? Like, do you think that they're actively being very conscious of like what we are and what we would need to like communicate with them or see them and they're, they're taking those steps and those measures to do that?
3: Definitely, definitely. I think they can just feel us as a society and as community, and uh, they reach out to ones who are ready and uh, mean them no harm. Like a lot of good people that I'm friends with in this community, uh, they just lay it all out on the line in the forest, like Long Island Bigfoot. Uh, he's been through war and a lot of traumatizing things. And he went to the forest to heal and, uh, he met a Bigfoot named Bubba that has taught him so much. And now he's back on his feet, got a family, you know, beautiful things going. So uh, I guess sometimes they could be our guardian angels and, uh, something for more, but I don't think they're like trying to save humanity or anything, no, 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 no. you know, they, they know what's what, uh, but they are trying to get some of us ready. Uh, kind of just like how Noah was, you know, contacted by his thoughts and and feelings. So uh, I think it's even more than just the Sasquatch too. There are many fairies out there, and then alien guardian angels that are connecting with human beings and giving them uh, clarity. And sometimes we might not even know that it's coming from the other side. Like we just see those synchronizations and that influence and that inspiration and that just whoo that extra push to just do something once in a while. That might have came from somewhere magical. You know, I'm not weird, man. I,
0: I 100% believe that. I've always said that the things about like synchronicities and stuff, like they, there has to be something bigger at play than that. And I just call it the universe myself. That's my nice universal language for it that I use. But it's not like these things are just happening, like something is putting it inside of motion and it's something that we can't see. You know what I mean? And whether that be a goddamn ghost making sure that my head fucking turns every time it's 333 or some bullshit, like, but that's <laughs> incredibly possibly what could be happening. And quite honestly, probably is what's happening.
3: I like to fall into the conundrum as if it is it ourselves you know energy is never created nor destroyed is the only thing that has just always existed the only thing that has never existed is coincidence that's the first line of my book coincidence is the only thing to never exist like no freaking way mermaids three-headed dragons you I've, I've, I've I've talked a lot I've never made anything up like it all just comes up from the world of existence, we're just pulling, you know, uh, and it's all connected. Like we were saying, our all of our brains, all of our energy. It was a really cool like crossword puzzle experiment back in the day. They had one control group do the crossword puzzle, and then they got their results. And then the world knew the answers, you know, then the answers came public. Then another control group that didn't hear the answers, uh, they do it. They did significantly better on that crossword because the answers were already out there in existence, just easier to pull, easier to grasp. So I think we're all connected, and uh, that's why it's important to lift each other up and uh, try to, you know, just lead by example because you don't know who's watching, when, and where.
0: No, it's a hundred percent true, and so I do want to talk about your TikTok stuff. So how? So these videos that you have that are that are going viral, not your lives. What kind of stuff it, are the videos that people are really clicking on? Like, what's the things that are really getting people's attention? Like, what w- when it comes to Bigfoot, because your 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 page is specifically very tailored to the Bigfoot stuff. What is the stuff that's getting people interacted and involved with Bigfoot now?
3: Yes, uh, definitely the footage. Uh, it is a mixture of people having their minds blown, and then mm-hmm. other people just tearing it apart and uh there is a lot of negativity out there but the the positivity flourishes so much on tiktok like if someone Mm -hmm. comes negative on youtube it's like dang you kind of came far for that tiktok you just swiped and we're a little negative uh you don't even bother me uh but definitely the footage uh blows up but i also uh do a lot of you know like collages or montages that i'll show about six pictures that i've Mm -hmm. dug up from the internet and then put a you know trendy sound and it's about 15 to seconds seconds and you know i watch it myself and right when i you know have that like not lose interest but right when my mind starts Poof, going that way boom that's the end of that video you know because it's all about watch time uh on tiktok so if they're clicking off halfway that hurts they're like oh i liked your video yeah did you watch the whole video bro mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you guys are mm-hmm. me uh no. but of course we appreciate Short any, attention any, spans.
0: You know, i was gonna say do you do you feel like uh because you've been doing this kind of stuff writing books and all these things for a long time like do you feel like uh the consumption of people's content now is becoming smaller and smaller in a sense that like you're making such drastically different contexts like you're no longer Go, like you are like you go out and you make an hour long video and you're uploading it to YouTube. But that 30 second clip you're putting online is the thing that's getting way more attention than any and, and obviously there's a big difference between your TikTok following and your YouTube like why is it that you don't see that crossover between those two things is it that short attention span that we have kind of like going on in today's culture.
3: Yeah, I think it's short attention span. And wow, you have to walk people literally to your subscribe button. Like I have 69,000 on TikTok or whatever. Like mm-hmm. 1% of that is a lot. You know, if 1% carried over, that would be something. But we're dealing in like 0.1%, you know, just to subscribe or follow. If I'm trying to sell my freaking book, we're talking like 0.001, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I'm good at podcasts and stuff. Like I connect with with the crowd, Yeah. You know, how many people buy the book, though, is it's crazy. But it's not all about that. But uh, I'm going to buy the book. I note it. You know, I I know like uh, it's crazy, but definitely the the controversial stuff on TikTok uh, really explodes. But I do my own videos, too, that I go to locations uh, just like I went to Tate's Hell uh, the other day and that got 70,000. And that 70,000 of my own video uh, definitely feels a lot better than, uh, you know, 4 million on uh, some random footage That's so
0: just stuffing that you put up yeah There's a there's a, I think a difference too because like it's like that's what gets those clicks and so you want to post that kind of stuff because that's what gets people interested but at the end of the day the stuff that you're trying to push is really like your own content and you're trying to show like it's not just that but like look what I've done like look at these other things that are out there like yes it's so great to look at a lot of these older cases because it gets newer people involved with this kind of stuff but then also at the same time it's like you guys there's so much more information and Sometimes I think we focus so much on older stories that we aren't looking for new things. And I think that you do a very good job of keeping that balance in all of your stuff where you talk about older stories and stuff. But you're also constantly going out there with boots on the ground and trying to get different evidence and angles of this phenomenon and bring it to the masses in a very palatable way
3: i definitely appreciate that and that's what it's all about i work at a comic book store and uh, people still look at me sideways when i talk about sasquatch but uh it's about the people that i do uh you know connect with and i have new encounters and new stories and new interviews literally every day i've had a lot of people that you know don't like my vibe and they say oh he'll fade away when the novelty wears off like freshness no man i'm always evolving Always, always fresh. Always fresh. Yeah, well, yeah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Brush your shoulder off. I came up on AOL in MySpace. You ain't going to tell me. <laughs> I know, right? I That's what fresh. I'm saying. Like, I learned how to turn on
0: MySpace. I was like, bring me back to those days, man.
3: That's the thing. They ain't going to bully us. We grew up on this stuff. Like, you're not going to out- outwit us, you know? And jo- join the train or get ran the F over. And really get good at ignoring, yes. especially the skeptics of me. Like, I'm, I-, I was telling a guy today, like, you know, it gets to the point that it's like, it's FU numbers to some people. Like, I'm all mm-hmm. fun and games, but mm-hmm. if people are going to hate, it's like, bro, come on, man. I, no, I but I think
0: that, so listen, here's the thing. I think that, like, our new approach that we have is you just completely ignore because if you don't give any power to it, it can't continue, right? And it, I think that that happens with a lot of things in life. So, like, when something bad happens, let's say that you get a flat tire. What really is it doing when you put all of that negative energy into being angry about having a flat tire? tire, right? Instead, why don't you turn it into, all right, how am I going to fix this situation? And so I think that we have to kind of carry that on to like these personal things and unfortunately when people don't like us, and I think it's hard too because there's a very thin line about people's opinions of us and then people like just attacking and saying mean things. And I think that it's hard because like we want people to have their opinions. Like it's okay if you don't like us or you don't like our content, go elsewhere. But to not like it and to just, like, bombard us and tell us that you don't like it, that's not okay. Like, you're allowed to have your opinion, but to attack someone is also not cool. But then at the same time, I feel like, too, is, like, you were saying, it's the fuck you numbers. There's also a little bit of motivation behind that shit. Because sometimes when I have somebody hating, and then that's the exact reason why I do whatever the shit that they're hating on about, because I'm like, you know, that's just, like, you, you do the opposite kind of stuff. So it's interesting, but I think, like... <clears throat> unfortunately all of us have signed up for this culture of being judged and comments throwing at us by people because we're internet personalities you know what I mean mm. and I think that one thing that we all need to do I think anybody who's creating content is I, I feel like I don't know if this is a real thing but we all need to take some goddamn classes on how to deal with uh social media and with with uh, people's comments and stuff like that because I think that we could I think that so many channels have a hard time because of the way people respond to things you know like you know maybe you get in your comments and you're like yelling at a fan or something I've been I've done it on on our ship before like I'm not trying to say that I haven't done it but I think that if we all learn to not do that kind of stuff it would completely change it like I think at the end of the day it's about creating good content and that's what's important
3: A bazillion percent. And if anybody uh, doubts that, you know, I've uh, written four books, put out a bunch of movies, uh, very active boots on the ground. Like that's that's why I just work so hard that I like if they want to talk smack, I'm going to bash them off. I uh, can't imagine
0: why anyone would talk smack about you, honestly, because I feel like the nicest person. You're so sweet and you're so nice. And the only reason I could see someone disliking you is because they're just genuinely jealous of you. Like that's the only motivation I can see for someone not liking you.
3: I definitely appreciate very... that uh, because I, I am definitely nice and genuine and I carry like my heart on the sleeve, you know, because if someone's attacking mm-hmm. me, I'm like, man, what did I do? I'm open minded. I'm never, you know, again. So when people bash me, I'm like, man, yeah, it, it does hurt. But uh, yeah, you got to you got to be bigger than it, too, uh, because, yeah, once it's once it's 70,000 people, once it's five million people seeing your stuff, it's going to be a lot of people. And look at the world nowadays. You know, they're all confused. They're all hurting. You know, mm-hmm. you'll find it. I yeah, hurt people.
0: people, hurt people, man. Exactly, hurt yep. people trauma breeds people. more trauma, unfortunately. I I had, oh, fuck,
2: I just lost my question.
0: It was something oh, no. stuck. I have a list of
2: questions, but I one of the questions had just popped up
3: god damn it i'm sorry uh, okay move on to your next will, one it'll come back
2: I will, I will i was a battle
3: rapper you know rap battle on people and oh, you know okay. a, a white boy in front of you know a whole C crowd rabbit. Of people that don't look nothing like me uh, rabbit. It, it adds charisma 100 i've actually uh, i actually freestyled at the shelter where eight mile did his battles uh oh. i freestyled with the lead singer of sticky fingers Dizza frost and uh it's somewhere on youtube it's got like 8,000 views, That's but so cool. uh, I've, I've performed you know concerts and uh, and then I've been in MMA backyard fights and it's on mm-hmm. YouTube. I shattered a kid's face in six seconds. Oh my god, uh, all- Connor, you are a master
0: vibes. of all.
1: You I'm- have a black belt and not giving a fuck and I, yeah, really yeah I'm all good that.
3: vibes. I'll burn one with you and pull you out of the freaking mud, but bro, like you hurt someone or talk the wrong smack, it's gonna be either um I Bri, did that. you think of your question mikey pipes knows no. mikey's one of the toughest dudes in the 305 and i was standing right there drinking with him you know it's real recognized real that's what i could say have, you, no, ever, it does, have you
1: ever flowed with a sasquatch <laughs> uh, uh,
3: th- they got the beat you know and i uh, i flow out there i actually the beat.
1: uh seriously though I, um, I have
3: freestyled in my videos and then we've had activity after so i do whoa. think that sometimes like throat calling i'm not good at throat calling but our vocals can attract these creatures a million it's percent.
0: about intention though at the end of the day i think some people forget that it's yeah. sometimes like real actual like witches and think people will tell you it's not about the actual words you're saying it's about the intentions that you have put and- behind them
1: On that note, do you feel like that these things are like inherently like have some sort of aversion or they know they actively avoid like technology or people with the intent of capturing evidence in real time, whether that be on a camera or a GoPro or do you feel like they they can sense your intent when you're trying to conjure them in? Like this isn't like in good faith. This is just to kind of like exploit our existence or something like that.
3: Yeah, that's a great question. That's a weird balance I always find myself in. It's like, do I go out hiking today with nothing and like feel the forest and have nothing to show for it? Or Mm -hmm. do I, you know, bring the technology and then have to meet them halfway? Because exactly what you said, you're calling them in, but are you calling them in to trap them? Uh, But again, communicate with them and uh, let them say hey you can reveal yourself in my footage if you want so they live in a world of subtleties i have literally dozens hundreds of comments now emails sent to me like twelve thirty-one, black face behind you white yeti holding a baby at 16 minutes like they'll reveal themselves uh and sometimes with that gopro they know how to you know hide from the light and uh reflect with their vibes uh that they might be right there right in front of you and uh not right there they're not right there on camera. But I definitely think that they go through that screening mentally and they they only reach out to you if they know and trust you. Uh, so it's either you're in a forest for a long time and get to know that trust or mm-hmm. your very first time and they're going to just try to seek you out. Uh, those are your best times to uh, connect with Sasquatch, of
1: course. Okay, so I got to ask you this, and this is my last question. Can you go nice. into... Well, for me, I want to let you guys ask them questions, but, um, can you go into maybe your most like intense or profound experience, Mm. whether that be with Bigfoots or something else? It doesn't matter. Just tell me about like, yeah, anything like like, like,
0: paranormal other, other otherworldly. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh,
3: one time, like the one time I really feared for my life, uh, was up in the Cherokee National Forest up in Tennessee, uh, on Cohoda Mountain. And Cohutta translates to big frog. And I'm a mud fossil maniac, you know, uh, so I think that mountain was a big frog at one point, uh, in old earth. Uh, but we had a whole weekend, a camp out with okay. like first Sasquatch, it was Old Bear's Den, uh, Squatching Cowboy, and Manimal Research. And uh, it was a great weekend. But Old Mayor's Den, uh, he has supposedly killed three Sasquatch, and he said it in his presentation. Janice Carter, who knew Sasquatch, she actually was told that through telepathy from the Sasquatch. So multiple sources, you know – confirm this, Uh, but he he was contracted to kill two Sasquatches from farmers. Uh, And then a third one, a female was going to be kidnapped and he blew its brains out. And a lot of people are like, Oh, where's the evidence? If you're, if a creature is about to kill your girlfriend and you kill it, you're getting the F out of there. You don't give a dang what people on Reddit think, Oh, I'm going to prove this. Like, no, you want to get out of there and live your life. Uh, So I, I'm not like holding that guy to like, he should have got a trophy or something but he talked about how he killed these Sasquatches and how Janice Carter was told uh, by Sasquatch about this. Uh, But the last night on this three, three day expedition, me and my buddy Tristan uh, go out for after midnight and uh, we make it probably halfway up the mountain and, and, we start getting like the worst vibes ever. Like we're being trailed, like we're being followed. Uh, and he called it his spidey senses and we ended up making it to the river just so we had something to have our back against, So we could like see, and we were just going to mm-hmm. jump in the water at that point and be carried all the way to the dam round, <laughs> yeah. uh, then be killed by whatever was out there. Uh, but I really had a really bad negative, uh, attitude out there i was like i ain't got no time for this like we gotta get back like it was just really short rhetoric not my usual like self uh and so it, it was just crazy being that far back and uh having to like hightail it back but tristan kind of like jogged back and i went backwards and i accepted uh that if a creature's coming I'm gonna get killed, and at least he'll get back, and you know the information uh, will will get shared. You know, not like a story will be tell. It's like, yo, Connor needs help out there. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. no glory at that point. It was about survival. Uh, but we ended up uh, making it back, and I literally felt like we were being hunted. Like literally, right outside of where my flashlight was, I felt like just swarms of them were coming in. And I don't know if it was Sasquatch or dogmen uh, because Janice made a camp the year before uh, leave mm-hmm. early because of Dogman. men. Uh, so again, I don't know if it was Dogman trying to hunt us down because of the situation or if it was Sasquatch uh, trying to get revenge on old bears den because he's an old timer. He's, you know, a minister and telling this story. And then the two youngest people at the camp, That's who I would go after if I wanted revenge. Uh, So I felt like I uh, was going to be this revenge marker, uh, but never got a visual sighting, but you could just feel they were there uh, Mm -hmm. silently. I I don't know. My heart was beating uh, so loud. Uh, It's definitely a mild encounter, but it, scared the crap out of me and after hearing so many missing 401 cases i feel like we might have been the next ones because right after was like one of the worst storms uh of the year and uh and we ended up staying the whole night and getting flooded out Uh, a lot of camps ended up leaving but we felt like if we stayed out there anymore that storm would have hit there wouldn't there would have been no sign of us they would have never found us ever again but uh that that was one of
1: them maybe uh, they were uh, trying to scare you away to get you out of this the, get you out from, of the area the storm yeah if that, they were being... that,
3: that's also what we considered too that it was trying to get it uh from the storm trying to get us back to camp or maybe they brought the storm and they just missed us or it was sasquatch trying to like somewhat scare us to protect us from what's worse out there so mm-hmm. it was a mixture of you know That was nice of them so many thoughts Uh, But yeah, it it was it was madness. Uh, But I've had I've had my house broken into uh, before uh, when I've when I've been sleeping there. And then also when I was at college and my mom had to deal with it, Uh, my sister was in a coma for seven days. That was really crazy. She woke up uh, when we were in a church prayer service uh, and she told me a lot of crazy encounters and stories and conversations with God and angels. Uh, But man, yeah, I've done. Alistair Crawley seances. When I moved to Lakeland, I was low key in a cult. Like I joined that punk rock musical band and I was staying on the couch, but uh, we were doing some dark magic and uh, they kind of had me under their their nail because I was like the, the couch surfer, you know, uh, but luckily broke free from that. And when I moved to Western Florida, it took a couple months to get like back to reality. Um, but man, yeah it's, life is strange. Life is weird. Uh, definitely had some weird nightmares that I woke up, you know, I don't know if I was bleeding, but, you know, scratched and choked and really effed up. Uh, broke my collarbone running from the, the Sasquatch for the strange sound. Uh, pooped my pants in Pascagoula because uh, I was Hell mocking yeah. The forest yeah. and uh, ended up jumping and then uh, landed on a beam and then boom the bottom just fell out like a a, a weak shark have, you know it, was, it, it you wasn't had, a real bad mess but something messed with my stomach.
0: Have you had any near death experiences?
3: Um, none that I was like in an actual coma or like very hurt, but I have mm-hmm. flipped in a car uh before and I've been uh near gunshots, uh which you know definitely set you straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I've. I've been charged at by a deer, which isn't like near death, but if they kick you uh, in the right area, you know, it can definitely uh, mess you up. Uh, And then I've been bitten by a dog uh, through my arm and like a lot of fat uh, fell out. But I feel like a lot of my uh, abilities are just not even gifts or abilities. I think everybody's clairvoyant. I'm just more in touch with it because I've like shedded so much of the (laughs) precognitive yes that has put on us you know like i don't i don't know the order of venus pluto or any of that crap but i know a lot about what i know about you know so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i've forgotten mm-hmm. a lot that was programmed <clears throat> and uh now i am just you know energy no i totally
0: feel you if someone asked me to try to like recite all of who our presidents were i'd be like i have no fucking idea if they were like tell us a list of aliens and be like oh let me tell you exactly deep details of each colors of their <laughs> eyeballs and what i think that they eat like Blue I think that that's happened, though. exactly yeah brie do you have your questions my love, because I feel like I know you've been writing stuff down.
2: Um, one of them was what would you do or say to someone that is a non believer?
3: Oh, five rounds. Come on, get, lace them <laughs> up, bud. No, uh, I would meet them at the simplest thing that, uh, very credible people. <clears throat> Uh, Native Americans have been talking about it for hundreds of years. And then police officers, firemen, loggers, truck drivers, military generals have all confirmed encounters. Uh, cave cave art and cave uh, carvings have showed these creatures uh, in every single continent. <clears throat> there is dog-headed creatures in the pyramids, and there is mounds in America that have carvings of large creatures and then uh, mud fossils and mound builders scatter our world so uh you don't even have to be a believer uh we are on the back of an, an entity you know the back of the turtle there is titans there's leviathans there's giants among us and uh i i just believe that you know we are supernatural dreams are a true existence so i would just ask them like who they are man like where do, where does it start and stop for them you know like i don't know it's i think life is magical and the fact that we could take a picture and it could capture it and it stays there like everything is magical so uh I, w- I would just ask them what where where what they believe in and where it stops you know <laughs> Santa claus and uh different planets and solar systems and uh the, the easter bunny you know it's been surrounded by us and uh, I, I think there's truth and roots to it all, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just want to punch every skeptic in the face. Like,
1: dude, I don't
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. want my- <laughs> Listen. I was asking of because detail, you know? I'm not necessarily a skeptic, but even though we do the show, I'm also a person that has to see it to 100% believe it. So It's like everything with Bigfoot and all these other cryptids in my mind, I put it together and I'm like, yes, that makes sense. It's logical. So even like in, in a lot of the, of our other Bobby cryptic Corners, I will fact something because it makes sense to me. But down to the deepest roots, I don't know because I haven't experienced it. <clears throat> so it's like, what can I do? Where do I go? To one hundred percent believe it—that's why I was asking the question. Not just for like all the crazy skeptics that don't believe in anything, but for someone like me that has to really experience it. For a respected skeptic, they can like
3: put it on the line. For a respected skeptic, I definitely want skeptics <laughs> to do as much research as me. You know, if skeptics are like, "Oh, there's no DNA research out there." come on, man. You know, I have two hair samples. Yeah, no. For me, it's not about research.
2: Teeth. It's not. We've we've done enough research where, where when we do a case, I'm like, that's a fact. It's not even about the research. It's about the experience for me. I think I've always been like that. I have to experience something to fully know it. Because I think when you can conceptualize something that's different than when you know like full body, heart and soul. That's a totally different type of know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like-, like that's how I feel like even with aliens, I'm the same way. I probably would say the same thing unless I was an experiencer. I just have to like experience it to know then it's like real life. It's not just something you think of. It's like with science. It's like, okay, that makes sense to me. But unless you can see the atoms splitting, you're like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah. I (laughs) I definitely recommend like uh, respected skeptics. Definitely check out, you know, museums, like Sasquatch museums. That way you can hold a cast or maybe see a turd or see a picture of what the hair looks like. (laughs) A turd? know. A turd? Yeah, the Expedition
2: Museum. Hold a
3: turd. at the Expedition Bigfoot Museum up in uh, Georgia, Cherrywalk, Georgia, I did a nice tour on there on my YouTube. Uh, but uh, you could go there, and they have hundreds of casts of handprints, butt prints, footprints. Ooh, uh They have pictures prints. of hair. Uh, they have samples of hair. Uh, they have a big turd that's like twenty-eight inches long in a glass case. Uh, they they got lots of cool evidence, and you know sometimes it is like. I, it's a little suspicious. But uh, for someone that's on the fence, I definitely recommend to go somewhere to maybe a conference or a uh, museum uh, just so you can physically see it and hold a cast. I have a couple casts here. I casted this live. Uh, this one is definitely not as specific as, say, this one. This one was down in a cave, uh, and we got we got footage uh, filming shit. it and electrical interference. But this one's really cool because it's got the toes And the foot scrapes. And uh, there was only one foot... And we filmed the whole area, searched the water and everything. it's down in a cave. And lots of people have commented that the electrical interference might be like Moore's code or uh, something sent to us. Uh, But this is most likely a a young female. uh, Into the 400, they have casted like 200 footprints. This looks very similar uh, to the young females. But I'm not uh, opposed to it maybe being a homeless person that maybe wanted to bathe down in the cave. You know, there is different possibilities, or maybe a creature uh, like the descent. But you can see uh, specific details on this, and uh, it's very remarkable. I have other ones that are like small prints that are uh, possible juvenile prints, possible knuckle Mm -hmm. prints. Uh, So I definitely encourage everybody to have uh, casting supplies. Uh, You could just get it from Lowe's, you know, Plaster of Paris, and then have a Taco Bell cup in in your back seat just to mix it into. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's just, be prepared. Always be prepared. Even if you're not into Sasquatch, guys, it's very cool to uh, do prints of deer and bobcat and boar and, and everything.
1: Yeah, I Bobby. Have a question. While we're on yeah, the topic of, of skepticism, because you seem like a very receptive person, putting it lightly, um, which is great. I, and I don't mean any disrespect by this question, but do you personally? ever have a spidey sense or a bullshit meter for lack of a better word are you ever interacting with someone about encounters and be like i'm sorry this guy just sounds like he's full of shit or you Mm -hmm. know or are you just kind of open and accepting to anyone's own experiences no i'm definitely
3: i'm definitely uh i got a bullshit meter you know but i again (laughs) i don't just uh, shut down people because they say something that's maybe outside of my beliefs or outside of my awareness. But, you know, I am a cool guy uh, and a public figure. So you're not going to
1: be a dick about it.
3: Right. But a bunch of people do (laughs) try to, like, uh, sway stuff up to try to, like, act cool to me. And I'm big on just be yourself, man. That's like 10 times more than we do need, you know. Uh, But yes, I I'm the first one to call out the establishment and all this crap. So I'm the most skeptical person out out there i feel you know but some people are like man connor's gullible he he yeah. for everything you know i always say that it's i'm so skeptical dominant. that i'm yeah.
1: skeptical of the skeptics if that makes sense like the the <laughs> the dominant paradigms of our world i'm like well mm-hmm. okay but who's to say you know you know what i mean like it's like it's like i'm so no nonsense that i'm like hey you don't fucking know either you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to the skeptics i don't know how if that makes sense but Cool. for sure um, a
3: skeptic can't tell me much anymore because i've been boots on the ground i've talked to people <laughs> and, the, and the numbers you know i hate to be shallow about it but f it f them like what no it's true the numbers speak for themselves man like yeah, we've contacted was, over 25 million people about sasquatch awareness like
1: and if one of them's real four it's real. Votes
3: than one boy got really
1: mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah oh, um sorry. well my my, i would like to know that um if i were to drive to panhandle texas can i camp in your backyard yeah for sure I mean, pan, panhandle florida Oh, 100 percent,
3: man. Uh, we can <laughs> we can camp at Torreya State Park. Uh, we can right. camp at Ocheesy Pond. We can even take kayaks out and sleep on the water. Uh, I'd, I'd be down for that. But I have two extra rooms here in the trailer, man. Uh, or if you're, if you're really fancy, you can stay at my mom. She's down the street. She'll cook three meals for you a day. And she's got a pond that you can fish on. All right. We'll but talk, yeah, man, we'll I, talk I,
1: offline. You're vicariously inviting everyone that's in the chat right now when you talk. Yeah, about it.
0: all 28 of them in there are coming along.
1: <laughs> oh, for I ride. wanted to
2: ask you also, <clears throat> are you one of those people that believe that we should capture Bigfoot and turn him in to prove to people?
3: Definitely not. It's already been done. Uh, Sadly, there's been so many of them killed by hunters. Uh, There have Mm -hmm. been so many of them killed by the Black Ops, Green Berets. Uh, I've talked to people that have killed them. Uh, sadly, and then the capture of the O'Chisi Pond Wildman—they had him. They tested him. They had a file on him for three years. You know, it's all the agenda. Like we're not going to capture one and bring it in, and then they're going to put it on CNN and scream, "Oh, Bigfoot's real!" No, man, that's that's already happened. You know, if if so, uh, but no, I am totally uh, against hunting these creatures down. But again, if they're going to hunt you down, I'm I'm all for protecting yourself. But again, I think those people that are demanding a body uh, should do more research because. Yeah, are
1: you class. strapped when you go in the woods?
3: uh sometimes I go with people that are strapped. Uh, I usually just carry a knife with me. Uh, but I just did uh, pass the class for my for my license, so soon I will be legally carrying. Uh, but again, oh, nice. it, it would not be for the Bigfoot; it would be for the hogs uh, sure. down here, the rattlesnake, the rhesus monkey. Because uh, the rhesus monkey, they you know, they took over what? after. Yeah, there's there's monkey in Florida because it's Silver Springs. <laughs> They had a jungle cruise and they brought them over uh, just to stay on an island. And then within 30 minutes, they swept, swam over to the uh, the mainland, and now they're all throughout the state. And they have really. Is this bad a monkey, bacteria. monkey,
1: or is this something that could be mistaken for a, for a sasquatch? It's I've a heard small the, monkey. They're okay. like. I've, I mean, I've this heard this, are, I've heard the, the swamp egg theories about. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, like like lost orangutans in the Everglades. You know, they say. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, yeah. The Mayaka A pictures are, are incredible. Uh, it shows two, two different actions. Uh, you can see the teeth moving, the eyes change. Uh, but I was told that there's dozens of those photographs. Uh, but they were sent anonymously to the Central Police Department, and uh, they've been shared uh, many times. And the, the creature here in Florida definitely looks different than Patty. Uh, at Bluff Creek. And Dave sure. Sheely, he has gotten four-toed uh, footprints. We have found six-toed footprints. And then how you guys talked in the Honey Island Swamp, three-toed footprints. And the Honey Island Swamp and all these Florida swamps and Alabama, it, it all links together. All the same creatures are, are lurking. The Rugaroo, the Lugaroo, all these strange elementals, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I definitely... Uh, think that there's a connection between the monkeys and Sasquatch too. And then maybe even the escaped orangutan. uh, But I think it's a Gugway type creature, these skunk ape, but then there's devil monkeys too. Like these tailed monkeys that are, you know, five feet tall, not as tall as Harry, like eight feet, uh, but like five feet. uh, And they like to use it on all fours, but they walk on two too. So it's crazy. Mm -hmm. One of my next books is called deep South (coughs) Swamp things that I talk about like 16 different, uh, skunk ape creatures.
2: Question: Do you think that Bigfoot could bleed? Could be the missing link.
3: Definitely to I, I,
2: because that's like I, such a big thing with with evolution. Obviously, it doesn't add up. I mean, we think it adds up, but we all know that there is a missing link. Do you think, yeah, you think um, that Bigfoot a is the missing link?
3: It's connected. Uh, the DNA that <laughs> they have found on Sasquatch, they always comes back. The female side is human but the male side is unknown and they can trace back where the females come from. They can say if it's Asian descent, African descent, American descent. Uh, It's very interesting. And Melba Ketchum has a study about it. And of course it has been dragged through the mud uh, because there's some people that infiltrated it and uh, there was like 125 samples. And yeah, some of the samples were bad, of course. So of course they- Throw everything out, uh, but my hair samples uh, correlate with the samples found in Tennessee, and those correlate with the ones found in Minnesota. So again, we're not reaching that academia and the establishment <laughs> for this. We can just co-depend on each other. But mm-hmm. Doug Hightech from Monster Quest, he has actually uh, teamed up with some U.S. You, uh, the dna and u.s like high departments uh that we are gaining ground and that hair that uh matt williamson squatch in south florida found on uh, my is actually being sent to that study uh so 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 real cool that part of my expedition might be you know the link to the missing link but yeah man it's definitely uh some kind of connection <clears throat> and it goes to like you know the giants coming down from the skies and mating with the people of earth for the advanced uh technology it's it's biblical times it's the most important stuff of our history and it's splashing aliens and flaming chariots it's it's important
0: 100%. All right, Bree, do we have any right. more final questions for know for Mr. Bigfoot and on here?
2: Do you have any idea as to what ethnicity it could be tied to or is it just like ancient man like Africa – well, because if, when we look at, like, our our genealogy through all of our blood and stuff, it all kind of goes down to Africa. So do you think that's the pinpoint of race for Bigfoot? Could it have been, like, that's where Bigfoot is, that's where maybe Homo sapiens sapiens mingled with Bigfoot? created us and we just aren't as smart and big and then for some reason they're able to sustain themselves as being like lone creatures where we're a lot more weak and we need companionship and we don't really know how to hunt or gather anymore
0: yeah that has a good question too so when you're done with that that one answer that yeah Yes. Where does Bigfoot sleep? Definitely in caves
3: and in the densest areas and probably in villages in the trees. Uh, And then of course, how alligators can dig burrows in banks and it's literally like a little cave inside there Uh, probably down in there to keep very cool, but there is, Endless labyrinths and chambers beneath our feet uh, that they can exist in a million percent. Uh, but going back to the original color, I think they are the original beginning, uh, and their skin color is the true black now. Because for what do you mean by
2: original beginning?
3: I, I think they're like the beginning true of what? Earthlings. They're the Earthlings. They're the like true the original.
2: Sentient being of this planet, like above yeah, a, lot, a, lot people, a lot of the other like,
3: yeah, they're the true people, and then, people, and then they needed us to mine for like the gold and the precious gems. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. they mixed their alien DNA, like the god DNA, with you know the Sasquatch down on earth to create us. Here we are. That's mm-hmm. what you know the Sitchin's Sumerian baby. tablets and Zachariah Sitchin. Wait and a Keir second, so
2: you're hold up. So you're saying that the Anunnaki created bigfoot
3: yeah or bigfoot already existed and he created us from bigfoot that's where it's the huge conundrum did we come first or did they come first but there definitely is a connection and a lot of the cover-up is like oh he's a monkey he's a monkey man no they have special beings special powers and uh so and so do we and there's a there's a connection we Mm -hmm. we cannot mate with monkeys but we can mate with them. Zana, the Russian ape lady, uh, she what? had a human human child and they actually have his skull and there's pictures of him. Uh, and then the first two babies, she dipped in a freezing river and sadly they passed away. But there is a lot of stories of uh, females uh, mating with these creatures. And uh, That's a it, super it, it's-
1: interesting story, by the way, Bree and Jamie, if we ever want to cover that Yeah, we that should one. look into that. We should, I
2: agree. Write oh, it down.
1: We'll have Bigfoot Anand come on for that one.
0: For at sure. Oh my god. I feel like you're an expert in so many things that you can come on whenever and fucking school us and some shit. Well, we, I, I just more appreciate questions. the open
3: platform that I can like let it go, you know, and that when let I'm trying go, to baby. watch my words, then then I miss some things. But when I could be myself, then boom, boom, bang, we get mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs> I have Hell at yeah. least three questions for you, <clears throat> um, if I'm not interrupting you guys. Very good no questions from mr bobby no No. yeah it's your questions um okay so one of them would be oh my god so like what do you think that we should look at next at least a couple things because you know a lot like every time you're talking you you're mentioning these stories and these other cryptids that i've never heard of and these incredible cases So what do you think is your top three that we should look into here on Bobby's Crypto Corner?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
2: To know about and then to really, like, dive into?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Of course, everybody loves, like, the Mothman uh, stories of, like, Point Pleasant. But there have been Mm. Mothman sightings seen pretty much all around the world. But most recently uh, in Chicago and New York. So maybe covering Mm. uh, some modern... Uh, Mothman. I love the uh lost civilizations. You know, Mm -hmm. here in America, especially. Uh, there was a lot of Mm -hmm. giants that supposedly went underneath the Grand Canyon. Uh, so maybe finding out what's underneath uh the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. And then I know you've done uh the Honey Island Swamp. I love the Honey Island Swamp. Uh anything New Orleans voodoo would be a really cool episode. Yeah, Uh, but the Pascagoul River alien incident, I'm sure you guys have done podcasts.
1: We've done that,
0: yeah. yeah, We've done that before. Yeah, we did a podcast episode, a YouTube one yet, but we should do one here on, on the crypto corner. We did it, and it was a very short uh, one, it was like a 20 minute episode.
1: Uh, yeah. and, and that one's not, awesome. I need
0: something with more bones. I'm not, Oh,
2: come on, Connor,
3: dig, dig. <laughs> no, I,
1: I, Jesus, <laughs> I, I definitely so feel that I
3: <laughs> I want you to do the Ocheesy Pond Wild Man too. The one I've been kind Ocheesy of about. yeah, I,
1: diet, that, that that one's to me. Too I was cool. writing that down 100. Can you tell me
2: how to spell that? Because I'm writing Ocheesy Och like,
1: and cheesy. Then, Cheese and then another e on the end. E.
2: Yeah, O C H O
1: cheese e. e. Yeah. Okay, o- then
2: never mind them. spelling right. <laughs> 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 I when I was searching it on like, Google, I had like a couple zs, zs, z's in there. Like a like a q they Knew and
1: what I was U talking one about. Though. One
3: really cool one I freaking love though is Huggin. I got three of them. It's the Alabama trio. Okay, Huggin Molly. Uh, she is from Al Alabama. It's like an hour north of here. On the "Welcome to Alabama" sign, you see her chasing you, uh, her her cryptid beast, and uh, she's oh. like seven, seven feet tall. And after dark, <laughs> if you're caught in Abbeville, she will find you and she will squeeze you so hard that your bones shatter, oh, no. and that she'll screech in your ears what? until you go insane. I love that one. Uh, but then right. also the Alabama White Thing, uh, which is basically a white right. yeti-type creature, similar to like the thing I saw. But then. My favorite, uh, my long-lost girl, uh, the Mobile Wolf Woman. Uh, she is oh. a she wolf, and Jesus mm. Christ, she is curvy and fine, man. So I have been on her trail uh, for I a while. Nice. The Mobile Wolf Woman, and anybody that has been through Mobile, you go under the tunnel, and the tunnel is haunted too. Uh, but man, if you oh. get off into the woods or in the swamps there, if you got to get gas, make sure to call, call for uh for the girl out there uh but and this those is are, in
2: alabama
3: yes alabama yeah, is like uh, amazon people don't know how many
2: waterways x
1: factor if you guys are comic nerds oh yeah i uh, feel
2: scared to go to alabama i'm sorry yeah um, <laughs> such Foot a Anana,
1: racist background
0: wanna,
1: that i'm just like hey. get to know the people you'll you'll feel yeah get to know um I want to just recommend real quick since folk. you're, are you, I know you work at a comic book shop, but have you, are you into comics at all?
3: I am pretty into comics, like honestly, just on okay. like the beginner's level. Like that's, I love movies and comics and how it all connects. Good
1: but, that's so good enough for like, what I'm about to tell you. Issue
3: three, 1994, you know, I'm like, yeah, you're not going to, oh, you're not so, like, like us. Wait, it. when
2: were
1: you
3: yeah. born? When were you born? I was, I was born August 28th, 1992. I was just making a fun of a, a random edition. People come in and they're wow. like, yeah, 1994, issue you're four. You're a Leo, you know you're a Leo. Virgo, Virgo, August, Wait, are you August sure? 28th. Oh, yeah, au-
2: 28th?
1: But-
3: yep, August
2: 28th. Oh, I thought you said 20th, my bad. You I, I swore my check- word. Leo!
1: You need to check out a graphic novel and the audience as well, if you're into this kind of thing called Manifest Destiny. And it's basically a fictional comic book account of lewis and clark exploring the western territory but like the obstacles and villains of the i guess quote-unquote villains of the story are like traditional american mythical monsters and like indian lore and things like that it's like really really a badass comic book manifest destiny yeah that was bobby's nerd corner I, I
0: love that. Know. Actually, speaking of that, Bobby, Bobby, can you give us a no, Bigfoot not movie not recommendation? Yet. No, while he's yeah. recommending that, can you give me a Bigfoot uh, recommendation?
1: Give me a second. Let Bri, let Okay, uh, let Bree. And then. forgot okay. to do that. Could I say a few and more
3: questions real quick? I want you yes, 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 please,
0: please, please, do. please. Oh, please
3: Bessie the Lake Erie monster uh, that yep. one was closest to my heart uh, because I grew up on Lake Erie so every time we were fishing we always heard about the serpent and then right where I went by Ooh. I went to Bowling Green State University uh, on the west side of Ohio it's right by Toledo and there was a couple bars right on the water that you could go under the bar and dump chum into the water and feed the monster so that was always Whoa. really cool uh, but then the Ohio River mermaids uh, and Ohio river has the mermaids and that's more of an Indiana cryptid, but they also mm-hmm. have the green clawed beast and the mantis man. So anything Ohio river, and then it's also Mothman, And then there's been mounds with giant bones discovered. So it all freaking connects, but, uh, I, would love to hear, uh, that out of you guys. And then, uh, the lizard man of scape or swamp, uh, he's known in the, the Carolinas is
1: maybe a we reptilian. did hit him, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did, actually. We best. did. I
0: I think we did. I think we, we did, did do him.
2: We did skip our, our swamp, but we didn't do, like,
0: Wizard Man. No, Lizard. Lizard Oh, lizard okay. man. That's what we did. Yeah, That's we did the Lizard Man. Yeah. Yeah, we did that yeah. one. We did that mean, one already. That, mean, already. that mean, was, like, definitely. an early episode. Heck, yeah. No, it wasn't. It was, like, a couple weeks ago. Really? I thought it was early. It,
1: it seems like yesterday no. because.
0: We
2: literally did that maybe two episodes ago. I don't
1: know.
3: Then also the Pensacola Serpent. I uh, actually was just out on a deep, deep fishing okay. trip and I let the whole boat know about that. I actually read uh, like the paragraph I had from some other channel uh, that talked about it. But like five kids were diving the USS Massachusetts and only one kid survived. And it was like a Nessie type creature. And then out of Mississippi River into the Gulf, same water. Uh, I guess in the 1800s, they saw like 30 of these creatures uh, fleeting into the Gulf. Uh, so definitely, the golf was mentioned Whoa. in uh, Godzilla vs Kong, the newest one. Uh, that mm-hmm. they say Pensacola is the apex. So I think there's something Ooh, to it.
0: Okay, uh, okay.
3: Ah, uh, very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I love all the strange and s- weird stuff. And some names for the, the skunk ape, Cabbage Man, uh, Rocky Creek Rod Bender, Two Egg Stump Jumper. Uh, those would all be fun to, like, dive into. And they all have different variances. Like the Rod Bender, a lot of people found, like, Rebar found in the woods. Uh, the that's Stump probably Jumper why he got that cool name, yeah. Like Shrek. Uh, you know, he's not very tall, but he's thick like Shrek. And then, guys, the Grinch. Come on, that's a Bigfoot right there. I mean, you know, it is, isn't yeah. He has French? French?
0: yeah, is he no. not? I mean, and if you think He's about not it, but is of not...
1: watch.
2: yeah, but that's not based off of actual thing unless Connor's saying or it. Or is. is it or is it?
0: exactly dr seuss
3: was on to something you know I, a- I think that uh of course like modern day film and books it's just like the the bridge to the extraordinary and extraordinary is all mm-hmm. around us. i i think there's roots to reality in, in everything and that's where some people do come at me sideways they're like he doesn't know the difference between urban legend fictional and fact and you know sorry but when you actually get to the root of it the movie directors are basing it on fictional like real basing the fictional stuff on the real stuff on real stuff yeah us, to spoon feed us you well, know it's at the very yeah.
1: at the very least i think that, the fictional things can be a, a derivative of, of real things in some way or another that so,
3: ripples
2: yeah. into my next question my next question was a two-part question one what movies have you been in that i can write down and two what movies would you recommend that we see Yes, I love obviously, that. Obviously, obviously, Bigfoot and cryptid related.
3: Yes, uh, the movies I've been in. Uh, the first one is called Zillafoot. It's half Hell Godzilla, yeah. half Bigfoot, and I play a cryptid research officer in it. Basically, play myself. Uh, the military brings me in, and I give them all the truth. And they say, "You're probably right, but you still got to get out of here." And uh, that movie did so well online. Uh, with SRS Cinemas that actually got a widespread release. So it's in Walmart, FYE, Best Buy, and it's free on Amazon Prime. Uh, It is so bad. It's good. Uh, My parts I'm very proud of, uh, but the sequel is going to be directed solely by my buddy Jack McClellan. So our three characters from my scenes are going to be the main main characters in the next one. Uh, So I'm super... Super pumped for that! Uh, it's it's a really fun thing just to talk about. Uh, but that crawled so that the future could run. And the next one was the Void Cat, uh, and that is a Dogman movie. Uh, it's werewolves and splinter cats and wild men. And I uh, basically play a paranormal investigator, and I find this cursed object, and I pick it up, and it takes over my mind, and it's in the shape of a cat or a panther, uh, and then it fast forwards to i'm with my buddy and uh he's a prick he's a dad and his his daughter has a cat he doesn't like it he wants to poison it you know the the way of the world takes care of him uh but it's a really cool trippy movie Uh, i definitely recommend you know some nutmeg or mescaline before it to uh tap in but uh i love it It's a film, and it's found a lot of success uh in film festivals the first one we made it for was an in-person one and we got a standing ovation and people laughed at the certain parts It was really cool. And it's kind of like top three in a bunch of other Are festivals they both on Amazon. Uh, the, the Void Cat is private right now. It's actually being released next month, but all three of y'all nice. I'll send I'll, I'll send you a link in the private chat. I got, I have a screening link cool. for it. Uh, But yes. that will be, we originally were going to sell it uh, for like three 99, but then we're like, pff, screw it, you know, just put it out there. Let, put let you, yeah. you know, uh, but oh, yeah. man, that, that, uh, transpired. But neck the next one, uh, is called uh, pain in the rear and the script just oh. got finished yesterday. Uh, and we have having a meeting very soon and I play a car thief, uh, and I break into a car and then I'm, I'm, Calling my chop shop guy, and I hear a thump in the car. And I open it up, and it's a girl. And I'm like, "Dang, she saw my face. Am I gonna kill her?" Uh, so I'm like thinking about that. And then my chop shop guy comes, and he he you know tries to kidnap her, and uh, ends up she's a creature. And she rips him apart. And luckily I showed her mercy. So she like takes me under her wing uh, to really take on earth. And uh, it's going to be super crazy. And it's going to link into void cat. And then Jack has made another movie called lost and found uh, that it all is in the same universe uh, but those are some cryptid movies i was in i was just play i just played a serial killer victim uh in a movie called the choice uh it was very easy i just i filmed my parts right in my kitchen right over there uh i was just in a chair and just played dead uh so it's super easy and it's a serial a female serial killer and she has a like, pictures all over her wall of her past kills, and uh somehow it's going to connect in so that was a really easy uh role for me I was also in Life of Ryan, uh, Ryan Sheckler's TV show back in the day on MTV. I met him and got to hang out with him in a do tour. It was just like a cameo thing. Uh, I was also in a movie called At the End of the Day, uh, which was definitely a change of pace for me. Uh, It was a uh, LGBTQ uh, movie, which was really cool uh, because I'm into like strange stuff and – uh, LGBTQ stories, uh, those people, they are people, man, and they have some of the most magnificent stories, and they've been casted aside by society, similar to how I have. So uh, I c- communicated and connected with a lot of people I met in those industries, in those circles, people. Uh, together man and got to play a punk rock show at like the original pulse nightclub uh and that that's pretty monumental because uh it just has so much florida history but that movie uh i play a turt thrower and a 5k race and uh, it's definitely outside of my normal realm but i got to be on like a feature film uh for the first time and i got to see how the professionals do it uh so i i wouldn't trade that experience for the world and and the movie is is pretty solid i'm uh, proud of it myself uh but man i definitely love like the serial killer and scary movie vibes but i just love cinema too so if anybody's trying to tell a rom-com or some kind of drama dramedy and uh, needs some actors I, i'm in for it i'm uh, gonna be in a fallout movie uh like next week or something it's a fallout fan fiction film uh, that they needed needed some actors and you know I I memorized the lines pretty quick and uh, can improvise so it's it's easy work for me same you know just like podcasting like it's it, it's it's exhausting but I'm just being myself so you know I just have I'm, I'm always prepared
1: sweet hey so I think that that's a lot of recommendations Bree and Jamie so I'm gonna go ahead and just uh uh skip that part of the show for me because nothing honestly comes to mind and I don't want to overwhelm the audience with movie recommendations, but I will take Connor's segue that he fed me just now with all these lists of, uh, I guess you would call it like cult exploitation horror monster movie type, Uh, fun lowbrow, so bad it's good kind of stuff. Granted, I've never seen any of them but I have a solid list going and uh, I'm just going to plug my own podcast not for everyone podcast which covers all those types of things
3: always that, uh,
1: he was talking about so cult horror cinema if you like that kind of thing uh bigfoot anon i might be reaching out to you for an interview if you want to start plugging void cat uh in yes. the near future and um we can talk uh we can talk yeah, horror you movies can, and
3: stuff you can like have that. the whole cast on man i'll, I'll get the guys <laughs> that would be all awesome right. there'd be like what, a couple more screens than this it'd, it'd be amazing uh Hell and yeah. is anybody on letterboxed? Uh it's a social media app No, what's movies. that?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm on it.
3: Yeah, it's man, we gotta follow each other. Might already follow each other. Uh, but it's a social media app for movies, and you can review and rate movies, and then you add friends so you can see what your friends are watching. And uh my letterbox like they don't have a limit on how many people you can follow. So every single day at work I follow the maximum, you know, and that helps are you for non- five minutes, and now I got Who like where are
1: you on letterbox?
3: Bigfoot and nah, baby, like thirteen thousand followers.
1: All right. I'm you right now. Yeah, it's great because you can you can find other people with similar taste as you and find weird, obscure stuff that you'd never even heard of, and check it out. And it's it's like probably the most civil and fun, simple, non-controversial social media app out there. So I'm a huge fan of Letterboxd.
3: It's good vibes, nice. and it's a bunch of nerds too. But it's really cool because yeah. actors and directors are on there too. Like the new mo- new movie uh, Deep Water with Ben Affleck uh, on Hulu. It's like some sex weird thriller movie. It was it was fun. I think the Anna girl is like so hot, so I could just watch it on on mute. Uh, but even the director said, "I directed this movie and I hate it." Uh, so you know. it's it's tongue in cheek, like Bobby said. It's it's good vibes too, you know. It's it's definitely special, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I recommend everybody to fo- to follow me on there, uh, just because I, I'm very active on there. I've I've logged 2,466 movies, so Whoa. man. I, I watch a lot of movies. Uh, it's definitely my main passion. Like I love paranormal, but movies, but it all connects. It, it really does, and cinema is like. The bridge to consciousness like doing acid and watching movies is like one of the big rites of passages to get to get to that other side like do acid Mm -hmm. and watch trans do acid and watch 2001 space odyssey and do Mm. a lot of lsd and watch enter the void that movie will f you up there's literally like reddit threads that it's like if you watch lsd and you've watched this movie what's up you know it's like Mm -hmm. like you're like got to say you like, well, how yeah. was your day? You know, so I definitely uh, recommend that. But like we were saying before, uh when you take psychedelics and psychotrophics, be mature, guys, and know what you're doing, because whew, that's like the most heaviest stuff you can do. Uh, but again, I feel like, you know, I've taken I've taken a, a 10 sheet and survived and went in public. So, you know, I can I can I can handle the Dixie Cryptid interview, you know, yes. 30, but yeah, I rocked it. You know no, you did such but, a good job. You did amazing. Was... Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So when I was on stage for the Bigfoot conference, I had this energy. You know, no no, no crowd should, is too
0: intimidating. You bring no such good to. energy. No, listen. For a long time, people used to tell me that I talk too fast or I talk too much, and this is now what we do for a living. So, you know, people, I saw like a TikTok where someone was like, "Who? Where are all those people who always used to get in trouble in school for talking too much in class? What do you guys do for a living now?" Like, well, I think we're all out here fucking talking on the internet these days. We're podcasting.
3: Yes, Mm -hmm. I don't do this
1: for a living, so I don't know where how that's happening. But okay,
0: basically, maybe one day. I see Prag
3: Magic in the uh, chat. Uh, Prague. I peeped that you we saw Bone Tomahawk. You said Bone Tomahawk earlier, too. The Troglodytes. That's definitely a good Bigfoot movie. A lot of people are like, those aren't Bigfoot. They're cave giant creatures that ate the, the man. That's a Bigfoot. But he There's said Gaspar Noe, his work is beautifully unsettling. So true. He made he made mm-hmm. Enter the Void. It will F you up. A movie called Love that is about a couple that brings in a, th- like a threesome and then how it just freaking... Falls down like true love, and then they wanted some fun for one time, and then boom, it all shatters. That really f's with you. And then his newest movie is called Climax. That's about a bunch of dancers, and they uh, their their punch gets spiked, and they all start doing acid, and they don't even know they're tripping till it's too late, and then a bunch of them freaking die. So it's like real life heavy crap, you know. And again, if I if I can stare that in the eye and get back, then. I feel like, you know, me going in the swamp, I'll be all right, you know?
0: Yes, you killed it at the conference, says Mike.
3: Mikey V V is a part of the South Florida team. Uh, He Mm -hmm. was part of the 168 Bigfoot Odyssey uh, expedition and museum, or I guess – documentary just all of it they've they're putting a lot together it's not a museum but it's a nice body of work uh, but also he was on the discovery Channel for exhaust pipes he's the best of exhaust pipes in the whole freaking world so that's what I think so cool is like we're all cool in our own lives. And then we come to this and it's all a collection, you know? So I'm mm-hmm. so inspired by everybody and I hope I could be inspiration. And uh, if, you if, are. if I'm not an inspiration, I can be uh, what not to do uh, for some people. Cause not everybody's going to vibe and it's not going to work uh, for everybody. And, uh, but you just stay true to yourself and I, I can't be quiet. Like I, I can't, my, my heart Don't beats stop. too much. I got too many thoughts Boom, boom, boom. I, I have to. This is me. Can't you stop,
0: know?
3: won't and stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Will never, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, again, no, I'm with they, you. Uh, they can take it or leave it, get ran over by the train, or better get some good earplugs because I'm going to be at the conferences. I'm going to be on your favorite podcast. I'm going to be talking to your best friend. Probably be in the jacuzzi with your mama telling her about this. Well, <laughs> so, again, it's like skeptics. I dare you. I I, mm-hmm. I dare you. But mm-hmm. I do respect, uh, skeptics that do want to push us forward uh but people that aren't well read and just sitting on that hill like there is no proof how about we look at the proof we analyze the proof and then if you're skeptical of that then i respect you but you know denying proof
1: mm-hmm. uh we were already we were already following each other on letterboxd hell yeah <laughs> it's meant to be
0: i love that That's That's a synchronicity whole right there it's a synchronicity right there
3: I love that. That's like Dixie Cryptid, you know, was telling me he watches my videos. I'm like, man, I'm going to walk a little harder. You never know who's watching. Yeah, you do. It's true. Like, I, you know, I've been oh, yeah. comm- like – I've been on interviews with the Discovery Channel, uh, with Expedition X. After one of my friends found a bone, they brought us in uh, for like three interviews. It was through the phone and through like conference calls. But they loved us and stuff. So again, you just, you never know. And I definitely want people to reach out to your local news stations. We are interesting, guys. We're we're podcasts talking about Supernatural. Every local newspaper would be lucky to hear our story. So email your local newspaper, email your local news. This morning, I emailed like 200 CBD companies, like asking for free oh. samples and telling them I like to use ganja out in the forest. Freaking email is mm-hmm. filled. Now I'm feeling bad. Like they want to use like Bigfoot code 20. I'm like, oh, I can't do that for 20 different companies, you know? Uh, but no, just I know, right? What's the worst they could tell you? No? Like No, how 100%. Jamie, you exactly. Say, now, you reach out to the highest of high for guests. Who cares who says no? Who cares no? if they say remember no? 100%. Guessing, yep. you know? And if it's for going mm-hmm. for a girl, for a job, for an opportunity, for a hike, for a camp out, for a podcast, you know, jumping on someone when they leave the stream yard, like, take that, take that initiative. Like, you don't remember what you didn't do. You remember what you did. No, 100%.
0: All right, do we have any more question, questions for Connor, you guys? So, Connor, where like can we, people
1: find your work?
0: Oh, I have his link tree and all his, or not his link tree, his YouTube and his Twitter and stuff down in the description of the video. So you guys can go, please click that and follow him. I can't imagine anybody here isn't already following him on all of these things. His TikTok is on there as well, down there. Please go follow him. His content is so fantastic. And honestly, you are, whenever you have an open availability in your schedule and you want to come hang out on a Tuesday at 630, our door is always open to you. We will gladly have you back on it anytime my love
3: well i de- i definitely appreciate that and you guys have my email me on twitter so it's easy yeah. to always send the stream yard it's like xbox like hey send me an invite i'll join you the party do and then people just up. jump in if it's not, true boom you know are you I'm, on
0: discord by any chance
3: yeah I'm, a, I'm in our discord and stuff but i'm okay, super, okay, okay. super new to it and stuff, i was like, like i
0: never see you in there at all i'll just always yeah, yeah, switch up on twitter because you always respond to me on twitter
3: Twitter's definitely where it's at. Instagram, uh, Bigfoot Anonymous on Instagram. Uh, back when I first started going public with this, I was on SoundCloud and uh, Instagram. So if you search Bigfoot Anonymous on SoundCloud, literally like dozens of hours of me narrating uh, anonymous encounters, uh, which I want to get oh. those files and like bring them over to YouTube. It's like,
0: you have to. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Someone I'll tell out you how there, to do that. I'll tell you rip, how to do it. It's rip super my easy. files
3: and send them to my email. God dang, it's please. So easy to I do I love you yes uh but also uh soundcloud instagram TikTok is bigfoot and non yep. uh i'm gonna hit 100k uh here in a couple months like i'm so no. You know
0: before that i tell you within the next you'll start i mean you're almost at 70 right now you're about to hit 70 i mean let's get it the fuck up you know what i mean like let's get out there let's push your shit i'm gonna go on twitter they have our uh, on TikTok. they have the new thing where you could repost people's stuff now and it shows that you like repost it so we should go and repost your stuff so that it gets more views
3: uh, let's do it with all of us. I literally I want used, to start hearing that we, need to. we all have times when we post and then all of us flood it with mm-hmm. share. Because on, on TikTok, when you press share and then copy link, you don't even have to copy it. To you, you don't even know. have to copy it to, to, copy it to anything. To yep. Just mm-hmm. press share and copy link. Watch my whole video. Drop a stupid comment. Even if it's a stupid emoji, you know? And yep. that's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to say I did this TikTok stuff by myself, but I've done this with a lot of like not help from my friends. And I wish I did have my friends commenting on all my videos. It would be way further. And mm-hmm. best believe that every time Gypsy Road drops a video, every time that Squatch in South Florida drops a video, and every time I've seen you guys, I drop that little emoji comment. So I'm not asking anybody to do something that I haven't That done. you wouldn't
0: do. Mm-hmm. I don't. Exactly.
3: I buy books. I subscribe. I share. Community tab. So if Connor could do it, 69,000 followers wrote for If I could find Epic time to do it then you can anybody too, can
0: 100 you know? absolutely <laughs> well, <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you To
3: the max because you have to give so well, give 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 bend 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 and when we get it back once in a while it's nice you know and no
0: 100 uh, but,
3: but it will never come back fully but in those moments of true purity it's tenfold you know it's, oh, it's absolutely. priceless so it's, it doesn't even have to be money, it's It's vibes, you know, and it's conversations and it's, uh, it's times around the fire that we remember these, you know, so I, I'm really looking forward uh, to the future and, and just even the conversations and you guys have great energy and you guys are like the wild cards and wild, wild childs of this and it's needed and wow. I'm needed. And Bobby's needed. And Chad Smith, I love what he's doing with oh you too. Spooky, I love him. Morales, like so, so I want more Spookies in the community. Awesome. I want more Jamies. I want more Mees. I want more Enzos. I want more Lees. Like yeah, I want boy, more. I agree. You mm-hmm. just be you to the max and let let it be heard. You know, write books, make YouTubes, make TikToks, race to a thousand on TikTok too, guys. You could you could follow ten thousand people.
0: So follow easy, people. yeah.
3: Follow ten thousand people. Like if you're not following ten thousand people, you ain't you ain't done it yet. You know, I followed ten thousand and my my little ratio. Oh, it sucked. It was negative. Now look what it is. I followed mm-hmm. nine thousand. I got seventy. Mm-hmm. You know, follow the max. Hope that thirty percent follow you back. You follow 10,000. 10, yep. got three thousand people that care. You know, and then you unfollow the people that follow you back, and you do it again. Keep do it building. again. Yep. And mm-hmm. you go viral. That's and what you- I
0: think what people don't understand about like all these social medias, it's a lot more hard work than people think it is. Because like when we started our Instagram, I did that same thing. We we're just adding people and hoping that they added us back. And then months later, I'd go and like delete anyone who wasn't following us. I'd stop following them back. And I mean, it's all it's all a numbers game with all the social media and stuff. And the more eyes you get in front of it, you know, the bigger it goes. And the more it spreads. If you can get 5000 people to watch that one video, another 10,000 are going to follow it easy.
3: A million percent. Once it, once it hits the algorithm, it's crazy. Like 53,000 on the first hour on a video that I didn't even look at my phone. Like I didn't even notice I was home. Like I was like, okay. So once you crack it, once you crack the code, it's hundreds of followers every day. Like we were joking on Twitter, how let's, let's hope I'm still at 69, you know, by the show. <laughs> by the show it's exactly. At, it's at like 69.7. So I've gotten 700 followers. Since I yeah. we last talked about it. And that's Amazing. those are seven hundred people. Some of these YouTube snobs will be like, That's TikTok. People are people, right? People are people. Awareness. One hundred percent
0: And they're completely different platforms. Completely yep. different. It is younger right, people too. All right, Connor. We gotta wrap my love. I'm gonna play our outro video. We'll hang out in the chat afterwards backstage. I love you guys, all, everybody in the chat. We'll see you guys, I think, on Thursday like episode. We love you. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>